Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everybody. What do we got going on? Well, guess what, my friends? This is a, this is a weird this is a, this is a little bit of a sad one. It's a little bit of a sad one. But it's an exciting one, too, but a sad one. Why? Well, because, as you might know, your, your guy, Tom Terrific, the one with all the funny, Mr. 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 Funny, Mr. Uh, the best in the biz, all the nicknames I've had over the years, party town, party town, Tom. Um, but one of the nicknames that I never, never forgot kid Jersey. That's right. Well, kid Jersey is, uh, living out in old lipstick city these days. And the best show studio is following him. And we've been doing the show for two years, plus years, two plus years with, uh, with so many, uh, so many magical, uh, uh, seat of the pants dedication that has made the show possible. Uh, it hasn't been easy. Everybody, all the producers on the show working hard to make a show work out of the studio from New Jersey while I'm on the other side of the country. And the time has come to move the setup to where I'm at, and that's Los Angeles. And this, after 20 plus years, for the best show of being solely or at least solely or partially from New Jersey, the Jersey city studio is being closed up and the stuff's going to come on out and we're going to kind of retool it all out here. And this is the last episode that is happening from the Jersey city studio. And it's a bittersweet occasion. And what a better topic for tonight for a show like this than some diner talk. What's the best orders you can get at a diner? Also, what's some, what's some terrible orders you could get at a diner? Because diners, I'll say this. Nobody gets diners right more than New Jersey. New Jersey has so many things that they get right more than any other state. And diners are a big one. And we're about to find out what you all think of the diners. Because out here, the diners, I'll talk more about this. These diners are all like, uh, yeah, it's like everything's got to be like bleeping yesteryear out here. Like you think you think you're on the set of American Graffiti. Every diner's got a picture of uh, car hops and uh, Marilyn Monroe on the wall. 
That ain't how it rolls in New Jersey. I've worked at diners. I've eaten at diners. I've done my writing at diners. I've been, New Jersey diners have been there for so much of my life. So what a what better way than to talk about New Jersey than by way of the diner? And that's what we're going to do tonight. And the phone number is 201-332-3484, the final New Jersey best show. I'm getting a little emotional even just saying it out loud like that. The final New Jersey best show begins in five, four, three, two, one. show time what are you doing hey it's your friend tom here it's april 2022 i'm in los angeles pat's in new jersey holding it down in the studio oh i'm here in the garden state in the uh 
Yeah. Jersey City, uh, America's golden silver sun. door. Silver door. And you know, it's it's I you almost had me tearing up there, Tom, at the beginning. Oh, you're sweet. You're sweet, Pat. You're sweet to say that. And what? I'm not even going to call it the end of an era. It's the end of a moment, and the era continues out west. But but tonight we 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 do have a few surprise uh, Jersey guests that I have for you, and we're going to do that. You tell me when you want one, and we'll 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 put one in the hot seat. And we'll do uh, we'll do it like uh, this is your lifestyle. How about that? Well, how many how many jersey how many guests do you have? Just so I, we can we can space everybody out properly. Sure, we're going to stagger it. I staggered the times fourteen. So people, right now we have um, we have two. Uh, let let's say three right now. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to say this. Let's talk for a little bit. Then you bring somebody in. Yeah. You, you let's go. Let's go with that. Now, Pat, you're in Jersey City. Mike, you're in a different part of New Jersey right now. How are you, Mike? Good, Tom. Good. I'm glad. And uh, you st- it's one thing people don't realize. And look, a, uh, a, a, I'm, not gonna, I'm not here to put other members of the staff down. If you got the Jersey in your blood, you just got it. You just got it. And look, maybe we don't have that banjo playing. Yeah. See, like sitting on your porch in a rocking chair. You know what I mean? You can't chew wheat like I do. You can't, exactly. We don't, we're, we, we don't, we don't have, uh, we don't walk around. And I'm not saying, I'm not naming names, just saying that three of the four best show, uh, producers, there's authors. I'm not a producer on the show. I'm not a producer on the show. Two of the three producers. Um, they got that Jersey strut. But do I have any honorary Jersey strut in me? Because I, I lived there, was you. lived there for ten years, and I lived above the best show studio for. Well, four. let me let me hold quiz on, you. hold on. Big reveal you just did. <laughs> Don't bury the lead here. Yeah, let's take it easy. Let's uh let's space it out here. Yeah. Nice uh what what are you uh you 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 putting the thing at the front of the the thing yeah. at the story. Well, this is small potatoes compared to everything that's going to happen tonight, Tom. All right. We'll take it easy. And I and I talk in potatoes because I come from Rooster's Creek. That's our yeah, exactly. measurement system. Yeah, they got paid in potatoes yep. and the company store yep. would pay them. Um so I just want to say well, did, who here walked around with a Sprite bottle that they would spit their uh, dip into? Here. That's you. That's me. Yeah. That's called yeah. chow. Mike? Yeah. You ever do uh, chewing tobacco? No. You walk around with a Sprite bottle, spit your dip into it? <laughs> no. Mike, remember when Zach Alphanakis would be in the studio way back in the WFMU days and he would have like a little he would have a sprite bottle with him and would just spit like that gross seriously oh yeah really I I, I never noticed oh yeah no that was oh, wow. a, a part of the thing hmm. Pat you ever get the chewing tobacco 
I remember big league chew. And well, that's life. gum. That's that's bubble gum. Yeah, I'm I talking about. Chewed. I'm talking about those pouches that people would have, and the kids would just have the the, the saliva dripping down their face, brown <laughs> saliva dripping out of the oh, corner of their mouth. The worst. Yeah, people called it dip, right? Skull. Yeah. Skull, yeah. What was your brand, Jason? Skull, you a skull man? I was a skull man for a while, but then that just got too rich for me, so I got the uh, Walmart brand. The Sam's Choice. Oh, my God. Yeah. That... You can get two for the price of one skull. Sure. No, I'm sure you could. Um, but you'd walk around with, with the, it would said Walmart, Walmart chewing tobacco it on just, it. It had a picture of Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart on the front. I would hope you'd at least get an empty skull can and just dump the stuff into a skull can. I can't afford that. All right. Well, look. We're painting a pretty sad portrait tonight here <laughs> in ways I was not expecting <laughs> I know, at all. I know. No, look, so you had your dip. You did your thing. Yeah. That's fine. Look, you got to, yes, you have an honorary, even though you're not born in New Jersey. Right. Jason, honorary New Jerseyan. Let's put it to a vote. Thank you. All in favor of declaring Jason an honorary New Jersey and these say I. I. Oh, man. But I, I, oh, I man. I. Okay. I. I'm going to help convince Mike. All, Mike, come on. I can help convince the, Mike. 10 years isn't all, paying your dues, man. Wait, 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 wait Mike, is, Mike. Mike. Ten years is just like in and out. I mean, come on. I would, I would, I would call in and out. I love in and out of New Jersey. But here's the thing, Mike. I love New Jersey more than I love Virginia. But Mike, I got one for you, Jason. He already buried the lead on this. Leave, Jason. That's a fair. Why not leave? Mike just landed the 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 death blow there. Hold on, hold on. Why'd you leave? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna swing, Mike. Mike, he significantly contributed to the culture of New Jersey. And the history of the best show because he found the after FMU studio. That was Jason. Give him a little, it's give him a true, couple Mike. points for that. Mike, you got to yeah, give him a couple yeah, points. Give me that. that was considered. That, wow. Wow, that was already. Oh, that was considered. already. There were considerations. <laughs> that was, that was on one of. side of the scale. Jesus. And then 10 years was on the other side of the scale. And 10 years isn't, isn't going to. I call it Taylor Ham. Yeah, that's a point. Come on. Like, what can Jason do within the body of this show to prove to you that he <laughs> should get this vote? Because you're the you're abstaining. Yeah. I mean, well, if I had to vote, it'd be a nay. Yeah, well, that's what <laughs> well, I mean, I was like, it was a nay. But we, I would like this to be unanimous. Uh-huh. What, what can he do? To 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 uh, to maybe tip it in his favor during the show. Is there anything he can do? Let me uh, try a, a trivia. Uh, oh, oh man! And it's right. It's right in his neighborhood. Okay. Okay. Name the notorious mafia-run bar that was located on the same street as the Jersey City studio. Is it the uh, Italian American Sports Club? 
now. It was it was a bar. It hasn't been open in a long time. But if you were, you know, into the history of Jersey City <laughs> and your neighborhood, you know, you might have poked around a little to find out, you know, where you were living. I can't. I don't know. Uh, let me let me think on this, Mike. Wait, the cross the cross street was Bryant. Mike, I think I think you're you're. I'm not going to say the street we were on, but the a parallel block to this part of town is Broadway. Are you thinking of the place that was on Broadway? No. And Broadway and West Side Ave. No, it was on uh, Logan and Bryant. Actually, a trick question. Every one of those bars was a mob. Hangout. <laughs> it was. If there's a bar, it's a mob hangout. How about how about Hudson a more general County. question? What was what was the the section where the studio was located referred to? Marion. When it was when it was all mobbed up. Marion. Okay, you got that one. I'll give you okay. a for that section. Yeah. All right. We're just I, revealing. I, this I lived location. in Mary. I lived in Marion for eight years. Yeah, but it, it wasn't no, mobbed years. up. Not mobbed up. The, the, the mob had fled by the time. I know the the son of the guy that ran that bar you're talking about, Mike. Mm. But I can't remember. It's a it's it's a sounds name. Like a threat. It's like a no, one. That sounds like a threat. That is, it's, it's a little <laughs> that bit. Was, of, that was a threat. Mike. Yeah, it was a little bit of. <laughs> you might want to swing this threat. vote right now. Yeah, you might uh, want to swing this vote. I've got him on speed dial, Anthony. Anthony. That look, his name's Anthony. That's even more of a threat, Mike. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I didn't even know the name of that bar. Began with a C. Carmine's. Yeah, yeah. His dad. His dad was Carmine. Uh-huh. Anthony, my friend. Mike, that means nothing to you. Well, yeah, he got it. I had to give him a hint. He got it. You gave him a hint. I remember he got, it was he, a name. I remember he it got was the a name. one question. He got the one question straight out. <laughs> uh huh. He got one straight out, and the other one with a gentle nudge. He got okay. so he he didn't flame out. No, he, he didn't. didn't flame out yet. So he's alive. Yeah. And still, I've spent, in your he's, opinion, he's I've spent a lot of money in Bayonne, man. Yeah, I should give him. Well, a Bayonne doesn't question. care. I'm just saying, I helped the Bayonne. <laughs> Was he on the Chamber of Commerce? I helped, I helped the Bayonne. Care. The Bayonne economy <laughs> between that really great candy store mm-hmm. and. Uh, well, here's a question for you then, Jason. Okay. Um, who is, uh, who is, um, <laughs> where did this become trivia? What was that hero's name again? Oh, Captain Bayonne. Yeah. Who is Captain Bayonne's, uh, arch nemesis? I don't know. Oh my God. You're, you, he's on the, he's on the show. Mike. <laughs> Mike, but did Mike oh. have did Mike have a name though? Did he have a oh, superhero oh, yes, name? He did. Yeah, yeah he a costume. like the Bayonne yeah, costume. No, Doctor Cronut. <laughs> what that has nothing to do with Bayonne. That was also well, before me. Okay, that was before well, me. Anything okay, that happened well, before the show, the was, show I show had was no on idea. Tuesday Lord. nights back then. Yeah, shows on Tuesday nights back then. You should have checked it out at some. Point. Oh, I listened. <laughs> the pretty popular show. No, no, I listened. <laughs> I listened <laughs> sometimes. No, no uh-huh. it's good. And, uh, there's still the, uh-huh. all the archives. Oh, sometimes, <laughs> geez, oh, you check it out when it uh, fit your fancy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> if I didn't like the uh, get out the zap at uh, eight p.m., yeah, yeah on, then uh, suddenly. Yeah. Now look, this is uh oh at eight PM? You yeah. mean the show started at nine? But that's uh that's fine. Well uh, yeah. 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 Well 
Oh, well, really, we're starting to poke some holes in this now. <laughs> so, Mike, can you believe this? This guy doesn't know who Dr. Cronin is. <laughs> I can't you remember. It was yeah. the, the costume was blue, right? Pat, can you believe this guy? He doesn't know who Dr. Cronin was. Yeah, I believe it. Actually, I Thank should dig know. it up. The colors were blue and yellow. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Wear it, man. Patriotic. Do you have it with you there? <laughs> it's in a box someplace. So look, so that's the where that's where we're at now. You you got two yay votes. I'd love to get you a unanimous so I that would you too. are a New Jersey and um you got another question? What about a musical question for <laughs> anything? A musical question. Name mm-hmm. oh what uh what New Brunswick band what New Brunswick band had a one was a one hit wonder uh in in the very early seventies and had a very huge hit about oh, that's a good one. About uh and I'll give you a hint, it involves the song is about the ocean. And the name of the song has is also the name it's also it's a person's name and is also an alcoholic <laughs> drink what genre music are we talking here a pop hit it was a pop hit and they didn't have any other hits no The song that gets used in movies, and it's a it's a it's a big song. You know the song, Mike? No, I'm I'm puzzled. Pat, Pat, you know it, right? I know the band, not the song. Was it? Okay, I know. Yeah, this was it used in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It seems like it, was, it would yeah. be right. I believe it was. It's uh, is it Brandy? You're a fine girl. Well, Jason. I would like to tell you that from the city of, I believe it was New Brunswick. I think they're from New Brunswick. They There was a song called that went a little something like this. University. <laughs> Rutgers. They're formed at Rutgers. That's shocking that they were one hit wonders because that sounds so good. 
What do you yeah. think they played at parties? Because they obviously just had that song. Like, what songs do you think Looking Glass covered? Well, I think other, I mean, look, you might only know one song by Looking Glass, but I mean, <laughs> I know a lot of them. I figure a show would usually start, they probably start with From Stanton Station was one of their songs. Then they do Golden Rainbow, Don't It Make You Feel Good, uh, Jenny Lynn, <laughs> Dealing with the Devil. Oh, yeah. One by One. Then they do Catherine Street, probably. Then they didn't. And if they didn't, they might even play Don't Make You Feel Good at that point in the show. <laughs> then they'd end with Brandy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to close with Brandy. Yeah. But you have to open. If you're going to start the show, you start with From Stanton Station. Easy. Yeah, completely. Yeah, of course. Everybody knows that. Yeah. All these. All these uh, is there anybody? I know you are into tape trading for the Grateful Dead, Mike. Is there? Is there any sort of looking glass tape trading community out there <laughs> trading. yeah i'm looking at their little uh wikipedia entry it says they're they're they they reformed in 2003 and they're still going at it well they had an album called subway serenade in 1973 then they recorded a christmas album in 2020 the year 2020 they're on a Is christmas it called album santa you're a fine girl now they're on an album with the, it's it's a Christmas album that features the 1910 Fruit Gum Company, also, oh, wow. and Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods. So good for them. Good for them. Let's uh, now. So you got okay. You got that. You, Mike didn't get it either. So it wasn't an easy one that everybody knew but you. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So. No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Name. <laughs> my God. Name one member of the Asbury Jukes that isn't Southside Johnny. Uh, little Steven. There you go. That was a trick question. Yeah. I want to see. That was a. Uh, okay. Very good. Very good. And that little Steven episode will be up in a couple of weeks, everyone. If you haven't heard it mm-hmm. on the Patreon, that will be yeah. up. The, um, you're at the Jersey Shore. <laughs> here's, here's one for you. Okay. You're at the Jersey Shore. Right. But what, what boardwalk should we say, Mike? Seaside? Um, yeah, keep, yeah, keep it with Seaside. He's on the seaside boardwalk. <laughs> you got twenty dollars. <laughs> okay. What do you do? What do you do? You got twenty dollars and four hours to kill. How do you stretch that twenty? Okay. Well, first off, um, I haven't been to the Seaside Heights boardwalk, so you guys are gonna have to help me through what's what's actually there. I imagine there's a pizza. Joint. Oh, there's a pizza joint, on. right? Wait, wait. I've what only been to the now? Jersey Shore once, guys. You know that. Oh, Jason, you just <laughs> that boardwalk just is give, where you get just the give Jersey the rope. Just give him the rope. <laughs> that boardwalk is where rope. you get the <laughs> one time. You see, he's here ten years. Uh-huh. He's been to the Jersey Shore once. I mean, come on. Hey, but but, but have been here. Living, been to the shore if you're living in a city once. like Jersey City, why would you leave? People from England have been to the Jersey Shore yeah. more than oh, once. Oh, Jason, Jason. Well, good Jason. for them. Jason, I'm trying to make the case for you here. <laughs> I, I prefer to hang out in Bayonne, Mike. That should mean something. 
I'd I'd hang out. I'd shop in Lyndhurst. So what boardwalk did you go to once? You went to Point Pleasant. Uh, no, I I think I did drive by Seaside, honestly, but I didn't get out because oh, COVID. Jason. COVID. Yeah. This was literally in 2020. Okay, I'm just saying you had some time to get down there. Yeah, you had That's a pretty far. It's only an hour away. Yeah, okay. pretty good window. It's been to a get nice down day there. trip. I've been to Atlantic City. All right, well, that's okay. That's something. Did you walk on that boardwalk? I did. Uh huh. Did I you got, meet the some chicken guy man? Tried, a guy tried to uh, sell me cocaine on that boardwalk. Uh huh. Was it the chicken man? <laughs> it was. It was. He. Uh, you know, they blew right off the chicken man. Yeah. Well, they. That was right. I saw him right before he went to Philly. He went to Philly, and then they blew him they up. And blew Philly. him up. <laughs> So I saw him the night before last night. Yeah. So, okay. So you were on the Atlantic. Okay. Picture it this way. Okay. You're on the. Okay. Well, this is even better. I think this works for a seaside heights boardwalk. You have 20 bucks, four hours to kill. And you're a little hungry and you don't have a phone (laughs) with you or anything to keep you occupied also okay how do you get through those four hours well, i'm gonna spend some time on the beach oh. relax kill a little time what time okay. of day are we talking is there gonna be a free fireworks show lately later what day am i walking uh what time of day say what, what what do you guys think pat what do you think mid-afternoon Mid-afternoon, okay, so no free. So so we're saying it's between 3 and 7. You got to kill, like, is that good? 3 to 7? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no, it's it's too bright out for the fireworks. Right. Um. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, I spend some time on the beach. I probably get a, a slice of, uh, you know, pepperoni and a Snapple or something at okay. a pizza. What, that, that's about $5, right? Why? What the Snapple might be five. <laughs> so what are we? Are we running nine dollars for that meal now? You might, you might, you might have nine bucks left in your pocket. Okay, deep fried Snapple is twelve. A deep fried Snapple, yeah. Don't yeah. Make sure you don't let them don't. deep fry the Snapple. They'll do because they'll do it. They'll just drop it right in that fryer. They'll drop anything in that fryer. I'll do it. Yeah. You want me to deep fry this? So you got to love it. You got like. I got eleven dollars. A slice and a and a snapple. We'll say you got ten bucks left. I got ten bucks left. Okay. Okay. I'm probably gonna I'm gonna imagine there's some games. Like a whack a mole or like ring toss or something. There's plenty of games like that, yes. So what do you do with I probably do I'm probably that guy that like stands behind and watches people play. Like, yeah, good one. And ah. I don't have to play the game, but I feel like I'm part of it. And some people yeah. would be weirded out by this, but then some people would be welcoming. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, get in here, watch this. And then it feels like I'm playing it, so I don't have to blow any money on that. Sure, sure. Probably going to take a break from that and uh, go and get some uh, cotton candy. How much is cotton okay. candy? That's a good, you can make that last a little. You probably eat on that candy? for an hour. Four or five bucks? What are we looking at for cotton candy, guys? It's like a solid four. Yeah, I'll say it's four. Let's say four. We'll 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 be on the conservative side with the pricing here. 
Okay. So you got six bucks left. So here, let's let's factor in some time too. So uh, I probably ate on that. I stayed on the beach for maybe thirty minutes. So you stayed on the beach for thirty minutes. You got up. You walked over. You got the slice and the snapple. And they got to heat up that slice, right? So I'm going to wait for that. So that factors into it. So you burn. Let's say you you one hour down. I'm one hour down, and then I go and watch people play uh, games. Probably you do, do that, that for for another half hour. Half hour. Okay, so you still got two and a half hours to kill. No, an hour and a half to kill. So I would then uh, probably, like I said, go get some cotton candy or uh, maybe some taffy, a couple pieces yeah. of taffy. And then I'd walk over to the amusement park and uh, watch people ride rides while I eat my candy. Okay. Um, and you know, how much money do I have left? When five I'm, bucks. I have five bucks left. How much is a ride at the... Uh, uh you're lucky to get on one ride <laughs> really for five bucks for five bucks okay yeah seriously you're lucky to get on can i dance or anything at the entrance to get more money no this is this is this is how you play this this is how okay so this is how you play it okay you show up you go sit on the you sit on the beach you got to kill an hour on the beach first of all yeah not a half hour Burn it, just straight up kill an hour. Then you're feeling a little hungry, right? Oh, yeah. You're, you're a little hungry now. Yeah, I need a snack. So what you, you go into one of the bars. Wait, no, that's not the way to do it. That, I'm thinking more sea, Point Pleasant. Seaside Heights, this is what I would do. I'd go fish a paper plate out of a garbage can. <laughs> I'd fish a paper plate out of a garbage can and a pizza crust out of a garbage can, right? Okay. And do I try to take that back to someone saying this wasn't good? No, 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 no. That'll never work. That'll never work. That doesn't fly. What you do, you tear the pizza crust in half. You find the pizza's place you want to get a slice at. You order it, right? (laughs) Right. They're making it. Then... When they put the thing up on the thing and on the on the counter, they put your slice on the counter. You have the you have the crust torn up now. You tore it up into like five different pieces. Then you throw the crust in the air <laughs> over the counter. There will be a swarm of seagulls will attack, <laughs> looking for those that crust. You grab the slice and you run. You still got twenty bucks. Twenty dollars. Yep. At twenty bucks. Look, you don't have any any. You don't have a Snapple, to be fair. No, but I could go to another place, like a you, convenience store or something, right? Well, no, you're not going to go to a convenience store. Can you believe this guy's going to go to a convenience store? This guy's on the boardwalk. Store. Wait, wait, now I have to walk there? a couple miles. Yeah, you might. <laughs> wow, yeah, okay. you better get ready to hoof it there. Is there like a hot dog stand I can just get a no. drink at? Two into words. a bar. Okay. you duck into a bar. You wait till somebody's not looking. You just drink their drink. <laughs> What is the drink? I don't know. Is there any tips Could on the put, bar? You swipe the yeah. Swipe the uh, tip. tips. That's swipe so a tip. Now, now you're in the lead. Wow. Yeah. You might have twenty two dollars. Yeah. And you're thirsty. Two words: ocean water. <laughs> you take your slice down to the ocean. Right. We're about an hour and a half in right now. You're over an hour. Over an hour. You, you eat a slice. You take a bite. Then you. 
Then you scoop some ocean water in your mouth, and you don't drink it because it's ocean water, but you rinse out. Ah, with it. there you go. Then, <laughs> then what you do, you go to one of the arcades, you find a skee ball machine, right? You load it up for a dollar. You walk those balls right up the ramp and you drop them right in the hundred point <laughs> thing. You don't even pretend to play skee ball. Yeah. Or no, you should probably do another pizza crust and throw that to distract the employees at the arcade, load up the thing, <laughs> then a bunch of tickets spit out. That'll get you, that'll get you enough to buy like a rubber spider. Then you throw the rubber spider at somebody at the counter at the at another place and you just take money from the cash register. So I'm at like what? Twenty six dollars? Now you probably you probably have about three hundred fifty dollars because okay. you just robbed <laughs> one of the cash registers. <laughs> and it's coming up on the three hour mark. But he, he he's created basically a crime spree. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the calls are starting to go into the police. Uh, calls there we are go. starting to go into the police. So then, am I hiding under something for a little yeah, while? What you probably got to do is, um, you got to mix your wardrobe up a little bit. <laughs> go into one of these places that have sell like t-shirts and hermit crabs. <laughs> like three for twenty-five. This places sell t-shirts and hermit crabs. I went to the place where is is the Jersey Shore t-shirt place still open? Didn't the they have a T-shirt place they all at? supposedly worked? There was one that Snooky worked at in Seaside Heights that supposedly it's a you'd, you'd think it was uh, you'd think Washington slept here the way they <laughs> it's yeah. like the historical the way, site. Yeah, they, they, I think they want to get it uh, declared a, a, a historical <laughs> preservation site. Uh-huh. Snooky sold T-shirts there for six hours for one episode of that fake show. So. <laughs> You go to the place with the hermit crabs. You say, your hermit crab bit me. I'm going to sue your ass. But I should bite myself and break some skin first to make it look. Yes. Yeah, bleed. Bleed yeah. all over the place. Yeah. And then say, well, I'll settle out of court. Just give me <laughs> give me that shirt. You probably either get a Bob Marley. Yeah. Say, These are the shirts available to you. Bob Marley. <laughs> Donald. A shirt that loves Donald Trump. Right. A shirt that hates Donald Trump. Um. Yeah, it's pretty much all the shirt, or one that says like I, uh, I can't stop uh, drinking about thinking or whatever. That's like, the that's the shirt I would buy. Drinking about. They don't having. have the profanity shirts. Which is yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, just like some filthy the F just, word right on it. Yeah, exactly. That's all, all it is. Five thousand times. <laughs> you need one of those shirts that says uh, every variation of the F word on it. <laughs> All over it. And yeah. you put that and then just get a pair of Oakleys, wrap around sunglasses. Some big swim and, trunks. And then nobody'll then all the police reports will will you'll you'll escape because you'll look like every other animal on the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> so that's about in, two and in, a half in hours. Your, yeah. In your obscenity in your obscenity <laughs> covered t shirt. Can somebody please draw this? Uh-huh. And your Oakley wrap around sunglasses. <laughs> so 30 minutes That's, left. Yeah. 30 minutes left. And then I would probably just uh, 
then maybe go play uh go play a game like ring toss or because now you got now you have you pretty much you have a few hundred dollars because you robbed the register at a you know at one of the at one of the places so yeah that sounds perfect yeah ride the rise yeah and you can ride a ride then you ride a ride well we do the coaster the ferris wheel well, you do the Matterhorn. Do the one that goes backwards that made me barf. <laughs> do that one. Uh-huh. How are we doing, Pat? Do we have any calls? I'm putting one out on hold. Stand by, Tom. Ooh. Yeah, New Jersey. I will say it. I do consider myself fortunate to have grown up in New Jersey. Yeah, look at these shirts. Mary, our friend Mary, just posted some shirts. Okay, sorry about that. I was putting a, I was putting a hot call on hold. Uh-huh, yeah. Then what happened? Going to miss these phones. Yeah. Yeah, every is it one thing you go to a t-shirt place on the Jersey Shore boardwalk, you can get every opinion is 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 expressed on a shirt. Everything, every they, they'll just sell a shirt with any view on it to everyone. I love Trump, I hate Trump. Yankees suck. Mets suck. Phillies suck. Phillies rule. No, I love. I love. I love the uh, the range there. Can you give me uh, five, please? Absolutely. Hello, Best Show. What's going on, Tommy Two Tone? It's Mike and Baybridge uh, taking this opportunity. To call in for the first time ever. Uh huh. Hey, Mike in Baybridge. How you doing? Good. I'm good. Um, good. Yeah. What's uh What's going on, Mike in Baybridge? Well, I, I just want to say that I, I hope this time of year finds you and yours safe and happy as we begin anew, as another spring takes us further into this very trying but very transformative year, a year in which we struggle sometimes against great odds, odds so great that we fear we may never overcome to break the chains of bondage and find that that connection to one another that also leads us to a sense of place. Place, yeah. Hey, it's Bruce Springsteen. Hey, we got Bruce Springsteen on the show. Bruce, I know it's you. I just, seriously, when, when you remember what my voice sounds like, it's like I'm, I'm be, being birthed all over again. Like I'm starting anew in, in this world, and you are the giver of this new life. Well, Bruce, that's very sweet of you to say. Um, 
I'm uh, I'm touched. I'm touched that you feel that way about the show and calling the show. And and uh, yeah, that's it's very meaningful to me. Well, it means a lot to me, and I want to I want to give a shout out to uh, to a gentleman. Uh, I've I think I've only talked to him once. His name is Pat. Uh, he answers the phone there, and mm-hmm. uh, I want to give him a tip of the hat, and also Mike too. I know they're your New Jersey guys. Yeah. They're the New Jersey guys, and Jason is. We're debating whether he's an honorary New Jersey, uh, a New Jerseyan. Well, I thought he was out in Hollyweird now. He is, but he lived in New Jersey for a good ten years. Okay, so he's still a god then. He's still making. He's making his case that he's that he should at least get honorary uh, status. Well, I think he should also. Um, Hey, I want to chime in on the topic, if that's cool. Yeah, yeah, please. We're talking about diners. Yes. So we're talking best diner menu item. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. All right. Well, I know it's bad form, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention several of the tasty items on the menu at my diner, Jersey Bruce's. Hold on a second. At where? Jersey Bruce's. Sure. This is the first I'm hearing of this. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, I own a a, a diner um, with my nephew Trey in uh, Egg Harbor City. You you have a nephew named Trey? Yes, I do. Trey? Is it Trey Springsteen? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, his, middle name, uh, his middle initial is Y, so it's Trey Y Springsteen. And do people just call him Trey Y? No, they call him Y Springsteen, which he doesn't like because it just sounds like people are just yelling questions at him all the time. Yeah. Like why, like, like why Springsteen as opposed to uh, John Cougar Mellencamp? I'm still saying, I'm still saying Cougar. I still throw the Cougar in on that guy's name. Listen, I call... I call him that half the time we talk, and we talk often. But why wouldn't why wouldn't you be why wouldn't you be into the coo like why would you get rid of the cougar part of it? It's the coolest thing. Well, I Johnny says that that uh, name was foisted upon him by his manager very early on, and uh, he felt like he was being a, a you know kind of a puppet. So it was sure. going back to. Mel- Mellencamp, no matter how unsatisfying that name is, uh, he wanted to, he wanted to, you know, stake his own identity, a claim to his own identity. Sure. No, I mean, it makes sense, but I just, um, I just, it feels like the kind of thing like John Cougar versus John Mellencamp. I don't know. Mellencamp always seems like I, all I picture when I hear that is just, uh, there's a show. I don't know if you know this show, Bruce. I, I, I've been a fan of it. It's SCTV was a show that was on, uh, it was a comedy show. I don't know how versed you are in that, but the name of the city in that was Mellonville. Oh, I've been to Mellonville. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been there. Yeah. I played on Mel's rock pile a couple of times. Oh, hold on a second. I thought it was, I didn't know it was real. Oh, no, 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 totally real. And, you know, it, it was weird because the, the, the first time we played on it, 
we didn't get paid, so we were kind of stuck up there, you know, in Mellonville, and I had to get a part-time job uh, at, at uh, with Harry, the guy with a snake on his face. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. You had to work with Harry, the guy with the snake on his face. I did, yeah, and uh, Max got a part-time job uh, with um, Edna Boyle. Okay. Uh, at their org- organ shop. Sure, Texan, Texan Edna Boyle's uh, yeah. Organ Emporium. Yeah. Uh, where did Gary work? Gary worked, oh, for this guy named, what was his name? It was, it, was, uh, it was Guy Caballero. He was like a fake, he was like a fake handicap. Yeah, like he pretended to be in a wheelchair for respect. That's right, that's right, yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, those were wild days. Well, Bruce, it only gets stranger every time we talk. It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I, I had no idea Mellonville was real. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Color me impressed. Yeah. Yeah. We actually went, uh, Went on, on a fishing trip with this guy who who was he was he was like a loose cannon. He was, but he was nice. But like he was all, he'd always get mad too. Yeah, we go we go fishing with him. Yeah, so was his name Gil by any chance? It was Gil. It was Gil. <laughs> yes, yes. And then Gil took us to to uh, his. I think it was his brother's place. He was he was the mayor's. Was uh, Tommy Shanks, Mayor Shanks. We had, we had to right. to Mayor Shanks' house. Yes. Yeah. Did he have like this stuffed dog? He did. Yes, yeah. and, and it was funny because Phantom uh, just did this thing where he he would he would put a biscuit in its mouth, and of course it was a fake dog, so the biscuit would just fall out of the mouth. Yeah. Well, Bruce, you've lived a very interesting life. I have. I have. Um, look, I know you're probably. Wondering if there's been any legal fallout with Jersey Mike subs in relation to Jersey Bruce's diner. Yeah, that's a good, that's a very interesting uh, point. Has there been? Well, there was at first, but then it was agreed that though we are both restaurants, there's no real crossover in terms of what we serve at at each restaurant. Okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so... Avoided that, and uh, you know, you know. Also, between you and me, Jersey Mike is, from what I hear, a flagrant psychopath. The actual guy, Jersey Mike. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, yeah. He likes his subs with real human flesh subbed in for ham. Oh, that's disgusting, Bruce. You know what's even more disgusting? What? They've got a secret menu at Jersey Mike's. And you can yeah. order it also. You can you can order human flesh at Jersey Mike's. Yeah, you just go up front and you and you, and you just say, "Yeah, hi, I'd like to step up to the mic," and then they'll uh-huh. they'll sub your uh, uh, they'll sub human flesh for for your ham. Wow, that is that's troubling. I didn't know it was that. It's shocking that it would be that simple. I know, right? Yeah, it just yeah, it just. One of those things that gets out there, eventually some people know. Um, but um, my favorite item on the Jersey Bruce's menu. Yeah. It's um, the, do these eggs stop at my stomach omelet? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, that's a play on my song. Does this bus stop at Eighty Second Street? Yes, yes, from your second from your second album, I believe. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, we've got other very delicious items on on the menu. Uh, off the top of my head, uh, Rosalita's huevos rancheros, uh, born to run oatmeal. It's hard to be a saint with this chili. Uh, Jungle land jerky. American skin on potato wedges with Cadillac ranch dressing, um, the E Street souffle. What else? Uh, darkness on the edge of pancakes. That's just where they kind of brown the edges. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so, uh huh. So it's, that's very literal. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, blinded by the lima beans, um, the fries that bind. Those are pair best with my father's house dressing, but. Bruce, this is amazing. The one thing, the one takeaway though from this is, you might, you might be the owner of the only diner on the planet that sells jerky. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of how we bill ourselves. Yeah. Hmm. I. I. What is that, Bruce? You know what you would love? The factory hot dog. You know, I'll be honest, that, that name doesn't sound that appetizing, so I, 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 might, I might change that to Bobby Jean's hot dog. That's, that's a lot better. Yeah, unless, unless uh, yeah, Bobby Jean's hot dog would be pretty good. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is very exciting. You, do you like being in the restaurant business? I do, you know. I, I wish my boss wasn't such a hard ass though, but uh, you know he's eighteen and and uh, you know he wants me to do a lot more work than I feel like I should at my age in my seventies. Well, I don't wait. Hold on, you're you're not the boss of this place. No, that's Timmy. Timmy. Yeah. So what did what is I thought you were the I I the way you were talking about it, I thought you were the owner of this place. Well, I am, but. I don't know. I guess I just feel like I should work there too. Should I not? Well, it sounds like what, what are you, what, what do you do there? Well, I, I, I open it up at 4am and then I, you know, I, I peel all those potatoes and stuff and I clean everything, okay. all the deep fryers and stuff. And I do, I do pretty much everything. And then I, you know, I get the coffee going and then I open up at five and I start uh, serving people and also cooking. Bruce, that's a lot. That's a lot to take care of. Well, it's only seventy hours a week. Oh, Bruce, that's way too much. Yeah, I think so too. Um, now I feel bad. Now I feel bad because now I feel like I'm being taken advantage. Can we change the topic? Sure, sure. We don't have to talk about Jersey Bruce's diner. Okay. Well, speaking of eggs, how was your Easter? That was pretty good. Kind of. Kind of uneventful. Yeah. How about I, you? I, uh, well, you know, um, I'll say it's, you know, it's been hard with the kids being grown up now, you know, but I, I, I still love the Springsteen family Easter traditions. I, I try to still observe them, even, even though the kids are, you know, out on their own. Mm-hmm. Like what are, what are some of the traditions? Well, the wearing of colorful pastel windbreakers, uh, the construction and the destruction of the giant chocolate Easter Island Loch Ness Bigfoot. The Easter, say it again, it's a... 
Easter it's, Island? It's, it's, it's a chocolate object, and it's a combination. Basically, it's like 13 feet high, and, and, and we make it out of chocolate, and it's a combination of three of my favorite mystery uh, creatures, uh, Easter Island Monument, uh, Rock Ness Monster, and Bigfoot, kind of all rolled into one. Mm-hmm. And what, what exactly does that have to do with Easter? It's fun. Well, that's true. That does sound like fun. Yeah. I also love the uh, post-breakfast sit-up and vomit suppression competition. I usually win it. Well, that that sounds a little troubling. It is. It is, yeah. But, uh, of course, my favorite uh, thing is the Easter egg hunt where the neighborhood kids place bets on whether or not I can find the very tiny Easter eggs they've hidden in their yards. So there's one tiny Easter egg that you need to find? In, in each kid's yard, yeah. There's like 30 yards I got to do. So you go to every kid's yard trying to find a very tiny Easter egg. Yeah. It takes most of the day, but the kids get to participate by flagrantly whipping my haunches and chastising me while I search. Well, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Well, you know, it's a tradition. And, you know, I'm... I'm not very spiritual, but I am very religious. Okay. How does that work? Well, it sounds I, I like the opposite. Right. I guess so, yeah. I, I love all the religions that have a lot of rules and pageantry. You know, if there are elaborate costumes and punishment, I, I'm all in. Okay. So you, okay, well, that's a, it's a unique, uh, unique perspective on things. You like... You like the punishment part of religion and the rules part, not the spirituality. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I I will say, some of the Pacific Rim countries have some deliciously horrifying variations on Catholicism that would Uh make Charles Strauss and and Robert Zombie recoil in horror. Okay, wow. So you're really really going out. You've got some very specific interests, Bruce. I do, I do. Oh my gosh! So it's you're already all tired. What's wrong? What's going on? Well, tax season always does this to me. You know, it gets harder as I, as I get older. To do your taxes, absolutely. It's a real. It's hard getting all those that paperwork together, and then uh, yeah, I, I can't. I can't imagine what it's like for somebody with as much business as you have. I know, I know, but you know, I, I I'm proud of myself. I did get. Everybody's returns in on time yesterday, even though Roy didn't have all his papers in order like he usually does. What? Well, who? Who? Who else are you helping get taxes ready? Oh, I've done everybody in the East Street band, uh, East Street band's taxes since uh, oh my god, nineteen eighty. Why? Oh, I, I don't know. I guess I, I started doing it, and everyone, I just kept doing it. That's another reason it took me so long to put out albums back then. When, when I wasn't on tour in the studio, I was back in tax class, you know, learning the new rules and allowable deductions. Mm-hmm. So that's what kept you from doing more, from making more music. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I'll tell you, if it was a particularly lucrative year, I'd burn through accountant's visors like nobody's business. You mean those? How how do you how do you burn through those? Oh, just you know, I was working so hard. I would constantly be you know 
you know how like when you uh, you're thumbing through papers and your fingers get dry. Uh huh. Well, like a baseball player who's you know who's cheating, like a pitcher. You know, how, they, how they put like a little bit of that whatever petroleum jelly on the bill of their cap to kind of keep their their fingers uh, hashtag moist. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would do that too well, on, on my accountant visor bill. You know, just to kind of keep keep them moist, like I could uh, you know thumb through the papers, and you know after a while you just kind of like wear a hole in that visor. But, you know, I like to wear the traditional uh, accountant uniform still to this day. You know, uh, visor, arm garters, bow tie. So you've got your arm garters on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a bow tie. A bow tie, yeah. And, and uh, you know, to keep up with my energy, I'll, I'll eat Stella Dora breadsticks and drink Folgers extra bitter coffee all day. Sure. No, Folgers coffee is... Um... Yeah, that's a, that's a, Bruce, what are you, why are you having stuff that's not the, you can afford the best stuff. Why would you drink Folgers? I don't know. I guess I just, I I just kind of, I get used to things and then that's my thing. Well. I get it. We all have our patterns that we repeat and the things that bring us comfort. It's true. It's true. Hey, um, speaking of finance. Yeah. I'm getting super interested in this cryptocurrency. Do you know about this? A little bit. Yeah. What about it? Well, it seems like it could be the future, but I'm unclear on two specific things about it. Okay. What is that? Um, what percentage of my money does the crypt keeper get and would I have to go to his crypt to hand deliver him said, uh, money? Well, it's not, it's not crypt crypt. Crypto is not short for crypt keeper, Bruce. It's not. Oh. It's not. Why did, did you, is there some sort of, I hope nothing wrong happened in the face of that. No, that's a relief because I haven't done anything yet, but I basically, I assumed it, it was related to the crypt keeper and Mellencamp uh, uh, has actually met the crypt keeper a couple of times and he's been telling me literal horror stories about him. So John Mellencamp met the crypt keeper. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, he's I, a, he's, he's a, a he said he has some good points too. You know, like uh, if the crypt keeper says he's going to be somewhere at a specific time, he's there, and, and he also keeps his uh, his Prius very very clean. Apparently, well, at least he's punctual. I'm, I'm I mean that that's a, that's kind of a relief to know that the crypt yeah. keeper insists on punctuality. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, the reason I'm interested in crypto. What's that? I've been catching up on my billions episodes and they have a crypto storyline uh, towards the end of the, of the season that just ended. Okay. So, so there's like a story, uh, the show billions, the showtime series yeah. um, has a, has a, an episode about crypto. It does. And, Oh, 
You know, sure, some might say there's a near 100% impossibility of a 30-something city official knowing that Martin Sheen's character in the 1983 film The Dead Zone was named Greg Stilson, but that was instantly forgotten the moment I heard the intro to Badlands at a dramatic moment near the end of that episode. Yeah, it seems like there's a fair amount of uh, stuff that maybe people in those positions wouldn't necessarily be appreciating in life. Oh, you don't think like a 20 year old uh, kid would, would be well-versed in Wilco deep cuts. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if anybody would, if any kid would be worried about the, yeah. Worried about the Wilco uh, super deluxe box set. I know, but you know, as long as they're using my music, I'm into it because ka-ching, mailbox money. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's cool that you get some, but but it's also weird that you'd mailbox money, that you're that hung up on it. What do you mean mailbox what? money? Well, you know, when you get residuals for stuff, you know, songs or appearances and things, you get, you get uh, residuals. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget. When I got my first royalty check after Born to Run really hit, uh-huh. I didn't even have a bank account. I, I tried to cash a check for thirty grand at a Cumberland Farms in Homedale. Uh huh. How did that go over? Well, they they told me their policy was that you needed to spend ten percent of the check's amount at, at the store. So I bought th- uh, three thousand dollars worth of fountain soda. Fountain soda. Yeah. I know I should have bought something solid, but I was so excited to have that much money, I wasn't thinking straight. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I I was literally feeling, uh, feeling wheelbarrows with soda and then putting them in the parking lot with a bunch of drinking straws in them for passersby to enjoy on me. So it was just open. You had open soda uh, for anybody passing by to help themselves to. Yes, I had 20 wheelbarrows. But you understand, I could, it, that does not seem particularly appealing to just have some soda from a wheelbarrow. Well, to be honest, only about two people drank from it, and then about five minutes later, these neighborhoods came, and they overturned all of the barrels. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, it was bad. And it, it, it caused a big stir in the beach community, and it was looking like I was going to be called Soda Sam instead of the boss for a while. That they might, they almost called you Soda Sam? Yeah, the soda part is obvious. The Sam part um, is because I loved the Woody Allen film Play It Again, Sam, and I was always quoting lines from it like, I love the rain. It washes memories off the streets of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, that's powerful. Thank you. Hey, you know, you asked last week if I do any impressions. Uh huh. And I just remembered one that I'm really good at. What is it? There's, there's a scene in the aforementioned Dead Zone film where Chris, I, I can call him that because we played racquetball a few times. Chris Walken, um, he finds himself in the Dead Zone as he watches the impending murder of a woman by a man she's met before. Uh-huh. Okay, are you ready? Yes. <clears throat> she knows him. Not scared. 
He knows him. Pretty good, right? Not bad. Thank you. Definitely not bad. No, that's pretty good. I think you might have you might have something, Bruce, if you ever wanted to get into acting. Well, you used to be in showbiz, so you would know. Well, I mean, I used to is maybe a little uh, little hurtful, but. Well, I used to be. Thank you. Yeah, but it's different when you say because you still are also. Oh, I'm I'm just out there whacking off on a telecaster. Yeah, that's all you do, I guess. It's it's that simple. You just put yourself down like that. No, you're a, you're Bruce Springsteen. You're a star. I guess Prince literally did that, didn't he? Yeah, that was one of his moves. Yeah. Um, hey, remember I found a box of demos of songs I wrote. Remember I told you about that once? Uh-huh. Once. Uh, yeah, I, I do remember you telling me about a box of demos you found. Did you find any more? I found another one. Really? Yes, yeah, yeah. Remember, um, I think it was last week I, I mentioned that I jammed with Black Flag in early 1984. You did, yeah, and you gave me a hard time because I couldn't get the order of the drummers correct. That's right. You didn't know about the, uh, about uh, Anthony Martinez. I forgot that. Um, well, I forgot that Chuck. I forgot that Chuck wasn't the bass player at that point. That it would have been Kira. Right, right. Not Sal. Sal Lovato, yeah. Um, so. They ended up not hiring me, but I, I figured, well, maybe I can write songs for Black Flag, you know? So I, I came up with 20 songs. I would love to hear some of these titles. Tom, I beg of you, please don't ask me to recount those titles. Please. Bruce, I, I, I'm going to ask you politely. Can you just at least tell me one? Give me one. Well, I'll just tell you. Well, uh, okay, there was, uh, God, let me think here. Um, Rat's Face. The Shed, Destruction, I Told You, My Mind Is Gone, uh, Total Oblivion, Smash My Fist, My Pain, Chain to a Time Clock, um, I'm Done, um, Evil Girl, um, Wringing Out My Sweaty Running Shorts While Greg Plays Scales for Four Hours Straight in Sweatpants. That was an instrumental that would not have been out of place on the process of weeding out. Yeah, that could have either been on the process of weeding out or a side two of Family Man. I think you're right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait, what's going on? Oh, no. Bruce, Bruce, what is it? Well, I guess what they say about the best show being the preferred podcast of New Jersey's most cannibalistic sandwich chain founders is true. Why? It's Jersey Mike. He must have been listening to our conversation and heard me verbally defame him. So you defamed him now. He's where? He's standing outside my window doing that fist in the palm thing, but with a hardened 16-inch Big Kahuna chicken cheesesteak in place of his fist. So he's grinding a cheesesteak into the palm of his hand, threateningly. He's not, whack, he's not whacking the palm also. He's, he's kind of alternating. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm in, I'm in trouble. And, Tom, I, I think I mentioned this once before, but it, it really perplexes me that 
until I met you, the closest I've ever been to any kind of trouble was being fined by local stagehand union officials for going overtime at my concerts. Yeah, and, and now look at you. I know. Now thousands of people all over the world have alerts set for 7 a.m. Wednesday mornings when there's a 99% chance my name will show up in the police blotter on the Ocean City Sentinel website. I, I, I don't know what's happened to you in 2022, Bruce. I don't either. All right, well, I'm going to get my own shellacked uh, hoagie out, and uh, this is, is going to be a fair fight. Mine's 18 inches long, by the way. Okay, well, I, I hope you can win this fight. All right. All right, well, I will uh, get down to business outside here, and I may or may not talk to you uh, next week. I, I don't know. Maybe not. Well, um, please please be say, safe. I do want to say Jersey forever. As far as I'm concerned, you're Jersey for life. Thank you. Bruce, thank you so much. I appreciate right. it. All right, in the day you sweated out on the streets of a runaway American dream. Ow! Oh, my God. Oh, okay. You're right. He's gone. I'm going to be back to talk a little more Jersey. Let's hear a song by one of the preeminent bands from New Jersey that we all love, and it's who we think of when we think of great New Jersey music. You all know. I don't even have to announce what it is. We'll be back with more talk about New Jersey on the today, the f- episode of the best show, the final episode from New Jersey. <gasps> Here we go. Back in a minute. Oh, yes. We're paying tribute to the greats from New Jersey. And that one kind of brings to mind um, a little moment there with uh, our guy, uh, Dudio, because that was Skid Row. We all know Skid Row is um, all New Jersey guys, except for one person who moved to New Jersey, mm-hmm. Sebastian Bach. And a lot of people associate him with New Jersey. Now, I would consider Sebastian Bach an honorary New Jerseyan, even though he's not from there originally. And maybe Jason is our Sebastian Bach. <laughs> 110%. I will gladly take it. Um, I got Bruce's vote. You got a Bruce vote. Vote. I think that puts him over. Yeah. Bruce voted for uh, Mike is still, I got to just say, I respect Mike too much. To just <laughs> hand it over to Bruce. Have you softened at all on this, Mike, on making Jason an honorary New Jerseyan? Maybe by the end of the show. Okay. Maybe by he, the end of the show. He can make his case over the course mm-hmm. of the show. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate that, Mike. Now, let's, let's, uh, let's take a couple calls about diners. And then maybe bring one of your 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 surprise guests on, Pat. How's that sound? I like I like the sound of that. Because today is um, the final episode of the best show from New Jersey. I'm in Los Angeles. Pat is holding it down in the Jersey City studio, like he has been through the pandemic. Yeah, this is the last time I can say use guys. This is the last time you can say use guys. 
Mike's been holding it down from a different area of New Jersey. And we'll, we'll, we're, we're moving forward and figuring it out. Who do you got for me, Pat? Let's go line, let's go to line three. Let's do it. Hello, best show. Tom, you rat bastard, you did it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Who that's a, that's what I told everybody. That's the 2022. Uh, that's my name, my nickname for 2022, the rat bastard. The rat bastard. Yes. Well, and uh, well, well, what's what's going on there, my friend? Who to whom am I speaking? This is uh, Tommy in Brooklyn. Tommy in Brooklyn. What's up, Tommy? You sound like a you sound a little bit like a tough guy. You sound like you yeah you sound like you got an edge to you. No, no, you you have got me all wrong there. I am uh, I'm the opposite of that. You like to fight. You like to fight, Tommy? <laughs> I don't think I've ever uh, been in a fight. Don't don't plan on it. Okay. Well, what do, what do I have the pleasure of this call? Are you are you from Brooklyn or are you a, a relocated to Brooklyn? I'm uh, I'm from the suburbs of Chicago. I relocated uh, to Brooklyn in uh, 2015. Okay, so you're from Chicago. Yeah. Currently living in Brooklyn. You're not over the hump yet, but you're currently calling from Brooklyn. What's better about Brooklyn than Chicago? What's worse? Uh, you know, I, I like Chicago a lot better as a city. Um, I think especially in the summertime, I don't think you can beat Chicago. It's just a place to uh, live and, and go out. I think the, the winters are a little milder in Brooklyn, I would say. Yeah, I would say probably a little little less punishing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's the trade-off. That's the trade-off. You get you don't get well, what's the magic of Chicago uh of Chicago summer? What do you get to go to uh Lollapalooza? <laughs> you just go to the uh, DJ tent at Lollapalooza and just kind of soak it all in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like to go and have a, a Chicago picnic where you go and you get a hot dog covered in covered in chicklets and uh mm-hmm. it's got sauerkraut chicklets. Um, a little bit of motor oil on there. What else is on those hot dogs? <laughs> well, you got the, uh, yeah, yeah. Al Capone, uh, Al Capone picture, putting that bun. Yeah. You get that. And then you go get one of those pizza pies, those legendary pizza pies, the three <laughs> foot high slice that has nothing to do with actual pizza anywhere else on the globe. You know, it's funny because uh, a lot of people from Chicago will say, you know, you know, people in Chicago don't actually eat that, but I actually do like it. You like it, but how often can you eat it? I mean, it's pretty much, uh, I would say once, I would, maybe once every six months when I visit back, <laughs> it's probably the right amount of time in a year. Okay. And after you eat it, you need a nap though, right? There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Lie down. I didn't say, say there's anything wrong with a nap. I'm just saying, usually it's nice when food doesn't force you to take a nap. <laughs> That's a fair point. Like, when it's optional, is fun. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, that was a good meal. I think I choose to take a nap. Not, I ate that pizza, and the countdown clock has begun until my body shuts down for digestion. Hibernate for the winter, yeah. Yeah, hibernate. You're you're basically hibernating. 
eat that pizza. That's like you're you're like a Chicago bear. That's where they literally a Chicago bear. Exactly. Yeah, but what's better about Brooklyn than Chicago? The people. What do you like better? The people. A lot of great people. Got a lot of great friends out here. I like. Uh... There's a good energy. It's always buzzing. There's always a good. I mean, there's that in Chicago too. You know, there's a lot of good shows. Something to do every night. I feel like uh, Chicago kind of shuts down on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in a way that you know Brooklyn doesn't. I feel like there's something you can find something to do every night if you want in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're figuring yourself out. What brought you to? What made you move from Chicago? Your beloved Chicago. Uh, Tom, I'm pursuing a career in the performing arts. A career in the performing arts? What, 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 what art? What art are you performing in? I, I do, I do stand up out here. You do stand up? Are you a name stand up? Are you a, are you a big name? Do we know you? Uh, you, you probably don't. I'm friends with, uh, you know, I know Pat and Jason and I know, uh, you know, Claire Kane, Ray Holohan, what a bunch of people I would call a friend. Oh. Where do you go up? Where do you like to go up? Where do you, where do you, uh, where do you showcase your wares? You know, I do, I do a semi monthly show over at union hall in park slope. Great venue. Oh. Best. Got okay. a big show, a uh, big show at the gutter on Saturday in uh, Greenpoint, but, uh, Mr. Pat Byrne will be, uh, alongside me at. All right. All right. I like that. I like the looks of that. <laughs> so, so uh, what's going on tonight? What do you got about when you talk about diners? What do you? What do you? What does that bring up for you, Tommy? So I'm a, I'm a big diner guy. I, I go uh, there's diner in my neighborhood. I go about three times a week. It's kind of my uh, my staple. I I would say my favorite thing to order this is not my most often. I my favorite thing to order is a patty melt at a diner. Love a patty melt. Oh man! Like so, it's a, and for people who don't know, that's a hamburger. Mm-hmm. With cheese melted on it. Yes. But what makes it different than just a cheeseburger, Tommy? Well, it's on, it's on rye bread, which is delicious, Ooh. especially at the right diner. He gets some very good bread, and uh, they got some some grilled onions on there. It's just it's my favorite favorite mm. once in a while treat. Get a patty melt. Yeah, yeah. What what? Uh, where's your go to place for a patty melt when you find yourself wanting that? The, where do you go? I go to there's this place, uh, this place Tina's in Bushwick, very great, legendary diner. But uh, I'm I'm off in that, and uh, they, they got a great patty melt there. But really, really, it's hard to go wrong. It's pretty hard to mess up. Hmm. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So patty melt. What's a, what's a what's no go for you on a diner? Because you know what's no go for me. Mm. Spaghetti. <laughs> you ever see like spaghetti on the menu at a diner? You're just kind of like really. <laughs> Spaghetti, eh? No other. <laughs> that's really what you want. You wanted spaghetti that badly that you're going to eat it at a diner. <laughs> I would say uh, any anything in the seafood realm, I would I would stay away from at a diner. Oh well, that uh, that's where we're going to part, though. Okay. Oh really? Yeah, there's some seafood stuff I do get at diners. Yeah, but I also think that's a specifically a, a Jersey thing, like because. I used to be in Tommy's space where I would I would fear the seafood on the menu, and then I I dated a girl who was a diner waitress, and she was like, "Why? Where do you think restaurants? Uh, where do you think seafood restaurants get it from? The same place diners are getting it from. Same We're in truck, Jersey. Yeah. We're close same. to the ocean. Just order it." And you know what? I did it, and she was right. 
And what I did you get? What did you get? The fillet of sole, the salmon. Yeah, fillet of sole. Yeah, I'm Pat. I'm right there with this. Is, this and is it, my it, version. She this was is, right. Yeah. You were right. The same truck that pulls up, that unloads that stuff at the at the restaurant, the seafood restaurant, is the same truck that's unloading the stuff for the diner. If you're close to the ocean, proximity wise, no matter where you are, Tom's Diner. Uh, Tom's seafood restaurant, you're, you're, you're probably, you're fine. Yeah. Go for the soul. This is what I get, Pat, when I go to a diner these days, I love salmon. And look, is it frozen? Yeah, probably. I'm sure it is. That's not there. They don't have choice cuts of salmon in the back there, but that's fine. They got, they got a, 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 a nice uh, piece of salmon. Fine. I get some vegetables with it, the, 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 uh, some mashed potatoes, and maybe a little salad. That's enough. And, and it's always pretty good. It's always pretty good. Yeah, I wouldn't order seafood in, in a Nebraska diner, probably, or Kansas, but. Yeah, because it's landlocked. Landlocked. Yeah, if you're on the coast. See seafood on a menu of a diner. I'm not the same guy. I would order. I would order it. But also, where's Tommy getting off here? This guy's in Chicago. Unless I don't remember that. I don't remember that Chicago beach out there with the ocean. I remember that ocean breeze blowing in on Chicago. <laughs> you got lake, you got lake water, right? <laughs> Who knows what's crawling around in that lake? So you really wouldn't eat seafood from a diner, Tommy? I'm 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 pretty uh I'm pretty scared to order seafood. I'm kind of a coward when it comes to seafood in most places, honestly. Okay. And then diner just kind of adds another element to that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because I'm actually currently on a seafood diet. Uh, it's uh, oh, really? a medical. It's a medical thing. I really. It's something I don't talk about my medical history a whole lot on the show, but a uh, doctor helped me uh, with with some of my health issues, and I'm currently have been placed on a seafood diet where uh, the restrictions are, it's not as, not as hard to do as, as you might think, because basically the the way it works is in a nutshell, when I see food, I eat it. <laughs> I've heard about that one. I heard it does wonders. It really does. Wonder bread. Oh, boy. <laughs> what am I doing here? What am I doing? It's going to be the final show. New Jersey chose to make this the final show. Voted me out. Me and uh, me and Tommy had a friend who was uh, who was on the paleo diet. Tom, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, and uh, it was our friend Steve Whalen. He said uh, it was just him and his friend. Uh, I already I already botched it. Tommy, do you, you know this one? Friend. You have to say. <laughs> I already botched it. Oh my god! Something about his uh, his paleo with uh, get him food or something. Go get mozzarella okay. sticks. That's what okay. it was. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Paleo, R.I.P. Steve Whalen. That's the Mister Jokes, the late great Mister Jokes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, Pat, is this guy Tommy? Is he funny? He a funny he's guy. Hilarious. Uh, he's not funny. He's hilarious. Okay. All right. That's very sweet. And so, what is the show you're going to be doing, Pat? So I'm playing drums. I'm reprising my 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 drummer role, which is my first step into show business at age 13. Um, 
Tommy McNamara here on the phone has uh, pulled that out of me. I have not played in years. He asked me to do it uh, a few Christmases ago. Then we went into lockdown. Then he reprised the Christmas show. We brought that back in December. Went well. And then he, it's not Christmas at all this Saturday, but it will be a musical show with Tom, uh, me, and um, Chris, our friend on guitar. We'll be backing Tommy uh, doing some songs as well as uh, you're doing an, a full hour or half an hour of stand-up, Tom. So it's going to be a half an hour of stand-up, half an hour of music with, uh, with you and Chris. should be a good time. Yeah, and that's at the Gutter in Brooklyn. All right, everybody go to the Gutter in Brooklyn. This this weekend. Thank you. And check it out. All right, Tommy. Thank you for the call. You you're you're all right in my book. <laughs> thank you. Thanks so much. And sorry to do a backdoor plug. Appreciate it. Oh, I don't care. You do you plug away. <laughs> I was going to do it at thank the you. end, but you yeah, know, that's fine. No, we got the, we'll, we'll good. do it at the end as well. Do it at the end <laughs> as well. All right. Thanks. You take care, buddy. Um. Throw me another call, please. Woke up to the sound of morning rain. That's my guy. Well, he's not my guy. He's a nightmare of a person, Sebastian Bach. Not a good guy. And you, if you heard, if you read nothing but a good thing, the best show book club, uh, book number one, you'd realize not so hot. I'm a I'm a Dave Snake Sabo man myself. Beshow, hi. Hello. It says they're on the air. Caller, are you there? Hello, Tom. Oh my goodness! I recognize this voice right away. Right away, I recognize this. Now, a lot of people, we talk about New Jersey. We talk about West Virginia. Now, when you get down to it, you t- if, you, if, if we started talking about New Jersey, who do you think of? You think of somebody like, oh, you think of a, 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 a me type. You think of uh, a Philadelphia. You think of Kurt Vaughn, who also has an amazing out. Kurt's album's out now. Kurt's album's so great. And we're going to play stuff from that in the upcoming weeks after, you know, it's just, but seriously, check out Kurt's new album. Um, but if you think of Alabama, you think of two things. You think of the Grateful Dead's legendary song, Alabama Getaway from their album, Go to Heaven. And you think of Jason from Huntsville. How are you? That's very, that's, it's very flattering to be grouped into that duo. Yeah. Were you guys all excited? When you, when you first heard the song Alabama Getaway by the Grateful Dead, was everybody all pumped down there? Grateful uh, Dead wrote a song about us. <laughs> it's our song, man. We could tell everyone that this is our song. You could. You finally could tell everybody that this yeah, Alabama Getaway is our song. <laughs> so, uh, oh, let me just say one other thing, uh, Jason, before I forget. Oh, of course. I want to say this to the listeners. 
we're getting ready to do something special over on the Patreon. If you support the show through Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the best show, we're getting ready to drop a new sticker on everybody and everybody at the $5 or more level gets it. Cause we're going to do a rollout best show new sticker. Nobody's seen it yet except uh, me and uh, Mr. Jeff T Owens has seen it cause he designed it. I saw it. Yeah, you didn't see it, but you saw, you saw close to the finished product. Oh, okay. But like, okay. Yeah. You saw it. Okay. No, it's, I, I don't think I don't think I did. No, you did. You, you more or less did, but you didn't see the absolute finished one. But get this: if you are pledging the best show over at Patreon, Patreon.com/slash the best show, everybody five dollars or more level is going to get a sticker. So what you got to do? Make sure you get your address, your current address, up on that site. We want you. If you got to make sure your address is up there, so you can get your sticker. Take care of your business so we can send you a sticker. Everybody's getting one because there's a best show relaunch coming and new sticker is going to be a part of it. So get ready, Jack. Uh, now what's that? What, what's going on, Jason? What do you got for me? Well, I'm, I'm enjoying the, I'm enjoying the Jersey centric, um, show. And I, as, as you may know, I was, I've, I've spent a fair amount of days living in New Jersey. That's right. Over the past couple of years, I lived in Tom's River, and I lived in yeah. Lavalette, right down the road from Seaside. That's right. I used to shop. I used to get my groceries. We used to get our groceries at the Acme in Seaside, unless we were feeling fancy, and then we would go to the shop right in Tom's River. So you'd hit that Acme there on the uh, on the uh, the crazy circle. Yes, the crazy circle. Yep. Yeah. Which I'll Weird tell you act. this: when the summers when the summers rolling. Good luck navigating that circle. It's filled with <laughs> lunatics that, that don't know what they're doing. Place in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got some Jersey. You've got some Jersey. Look, are you looking for honorary Jersey status tonight? Is that what you're calling for, Jason? Uh, I wasn't, but I would take it because I'm going to, I was going to get, I'm very food motivated, much like a Labrador retriever. Mm-hmm. So I was going to give some, some Jersey food shout outs before I told the diner story. Well, let me just say this first of all. I appreciate mm-hmm. you mentioning a specific breed of dog in terms of being food motivated. <laughs> you can pretty much say all animals. Yes. Good luck finding the animal that is just like food. No, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> no, don't care for it. No, but uh, that's uh, so you have. Give me what you got then. Give me what you got. Okay, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give some food shout out. So like so I will say this. Jersey absolutely has the best diners I've ever been in. Absolutely. I will say this best Italian food, best pizza, best bagels. Oh and God. I can tell you where where I had them. Don't say somewhere stupid. Don't uh, don't build this all the way up and suddenly go uh, Domino's. <laughs> Olive Garden. <laughs> Olive Garden. And they were all at the Olive Garden. I love Olive Garden's new bagels. <laughs> now, so you limitless, you limitless bagels. I'll say this though: you're right. First of all, everybody's always talking about New York pizza. New York pizza. the yeah. the The word is out that New Jersey edges out New York in pizza. Absolutely, it really does. I've, I've had pizza in New York. I've had pizza in Rome. Uh, the best. 
I mean, any, uh, just like down here, any any little town with a crossroads is going to have like two, what they call meet and threes, or like two uh, barbecue places up in Jersey. Yeah. Every little town has two independent pizzerias that will be the best pizza you ever had in your absolutely, life. Absolutely. You're 100% right, Jason. You're yep. 100% right. You're 100% right. And look, New York is right there. New York's right there. I'm going to say it's like one yeah. and one A more or less. But I do think New Jersey has the slight edge. Yes, I agree with you. So I will say the best pizza I ever had was at Via Roma 2 in Brick, New Jersey. The Sicilian there is transcendent. Right next door to Via Roma 2 is a place called Baron's Bagels. They make they have these bagels that are the size of birthday cakes. Okay. Best I've ever had in my life. Nice. As far as Italian food, uh, Federico's in Belmar and uh, Manja in Tom's River. I gotta just say one thing. It's a weird thing to hear someone with a with a little bit of a Alabama twang going like Frederico's I'm telling you, you gotta Belmar. go to Frederico's in uh, Belmar. You gotta, hey, man, you gotta go, go hey man, get down to Belmar. <laughs> hey man, you don't get it. Frederico's that's a jam, man. Down in Belmar. And I have to I have to thank my girlfriend. She grew up in on the shore. And uh, so she introduced me to all these wonderful places. Well, that is that is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. I love I love that you're that you're so deep into it now. But what's a food that you can't get that that you would have gotten down in oh, the down in Alabama? I will tell you two things right away. What do like they do wrong in New Jersey? Okay, I will tell you what they do wrong all over the Northeast, and they're not hard. I can make them. I can make both these items, and I'm not even that good of a, a cook. Okay. Biscuits and cornbread, especially cornbread. Nobody in the Northeast has ever gotten cornbread right. I've had good barbecue. I've had wonderful barbecue in Jersey and in Philly. And the cornbread just is not there, though. It's it's not right. Now, my my wife is from all over Alabama, and she she's probably applauding right now as you're speaking, Jason, because she always says that they do something where they add sugar up here, which is just not done down there. And she's she has many opinions about the North North Yankee cornbread. I have I'm very uh, specific about the kind of cornbread I like. Um, I mean, there, there are some places down here where they put sugar in the cornbread. I don't personally like sugar in the cornbread, but there's, but it's not, it's beyond the sugar. Like there's just something, I don't know if it's, um, some sort of like field, like quantum field <laughs> that's down here in the uh, south that the cornbread works down here. I've made good cornbread. My girlfriend's made good cornbread in Jersey, but I, I don't know why no one else can do this. I don't, it's not rocket science. I can do it. Well, I'm going to say, okay. uh, I don't think you've tried all the places yet because have you ever gotten cornbread from A and P? No, I, the cornbread. Look, I like cornbread just fine, but I I've had it. I've had it down. I've had it in the South. I've had it in like, I know I've had it in Tennessee and I've had it. Mm-hmm. It just in Georgia. Oh, and. And I've had, yeah, there, there's something different there, but I don't, I'm not as conversant in it to break down what's not right about it. But I know, no, I know they're not doing that at the highest level in New Jersey. Yeah. I have a so, very specific, I have very specific cornbread requirement. And I do know that a lot of people from the South complain 
that in New Jersey and up north in general, that when they have um, sweet tea up there, they don't get diabetes after two sips. <laughs> and I know that's a real complaint. <laughs> the people in yeah. the south are just like, wait, why am I not going into some sort of medical shock right now from yeah. basically having a bag of sugar every sip of this <laughs> this drink? I, I grew I grew up on that molasses uh, top of sweet tea. I've been off of it for a number of years, so uh-huh. I actually heard okay uh, yeah. in regard to that. But uh, yeah, another thing they don't do well in uh, up north: salad. Uh, unavailable. You can't get salad. You can't you get, get it at Zaxby's. You throw a rock and you hit a Zaxby's down there. <laughs> good luck getting a good salad. And no. also, Cracker Barrel. I want to buy a rocking chair when I want to eat. My favorite things to do are to go to a restaurant. These are my requirements from a restaurant. Do all the vegetables have meat scattered mm-hmm. through them? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Can I buy a rocking chair here as well? Yes or no? Can I buy a a travel game where I have that marker that you color on the pages that reveals stuff? Um, Yes or no? Can I buy a Reba McIntyre Christmas album here also on CD? Yes or no? Can you buy Can you buy throws with all the logos of all the four branches of service on them? Yes or no? Yeah, yes or no? Yeah. Very simple questions. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah. most restaurants up north, the answer is no. They look, look at you they look at you odd if you ask them for furniture. Yeah, if I say like where and where uh, where are your rocking chairs? <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the funniest things. So the, for people who don't know, there's a chain called Cracker Barrel runs all through the south, kind of creeps up into where how far up does it go? Virginia? I've seen I've seen them in I feel like I've seen a Cracker Barrel in Pennsylvania. There is in Tom's River. They are in New Jersey. Yes, there's a couple edging into Pennsylvania and New Jersey, but the life's blood of that chain is the South and the Ghost Kitchen we have in Los Angeles, and the Ghost Kitchen we have in Los Angeles. (laughs) They're headquartered in Lebanon, Tennessee. So you go to Tennessee, and it's a it's a place. You see it, Cracker Barrel. Oh, Cracker Barrel, three miles away. You go. First of all, three miles. That means you're gonna. You might as well pull your car over into the traffic line, waiting to get into this place, because <laughs> apparently, people sure like their Cracker Barrel. Their parking lot's always full. Place is huge. They sell rocking chairs out front on like a on their on their like country porch. They're little. I mean, it's like. Who's buying a rocking? Like, do you have to ask for some rope when you go to the Cracker Barrel? <laughs> hey, can I get a can? Can my server help tie this thing to the roof of my car? They should rent trailers there. They should. You would and, drop at another Cracker Barrel just like a U-Haul. Yeah, you just load up, get your. But they also have like travel games and. They have that game with the golf tees that you slide around in the triangle to try to jump the other golf tee. Like that's a big that's a big selling point at a Cracker Barrel. And then they still have compact discs. And they have cursed objects all over the walls. 
Yes, it's uh, like what would be an example of a cursed object? Like a like a like a soth. Have an old soth, or they have a a, a photograph. Let's say it has a ghost in it. Are you sure that's a cracker barrel? You sure you're not just eating at a haunted house? <laughs> I, I have a theory that that all the uh, items on the walls of the cracker barrel were involved in like cases. They're like some evidence lockers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like they do, like the conjuring, like a like a southern version of the conjuring, yeah. be like they they, they have a, a ward put on the cracker barrel to contain them. Yeah, really. Yeah, that, man, get that doll out of here, man. That doll's no good. <laughs> Somebody's like, nope. Like it's like this, uh, like a, like a, the southern the southern medium comes right. down. It's just like. Hey man, get that doll away from me. Uh, Annabelle? Yeah, this is Annabelle. Okay, well get Annabelle. I don't care what her, I don't care what her name is. Get her away from me. Uh, get that doll. That doll's no good. So Tom, I have a I have a cautionary tale, a diner cautionary tale. Please, please, let's let's hear it. Let's hear and then, it. And then I will I will uh, bid you adieu. Okay. All uh, right. I'm, uh, but it, but it's you know like I said I'm really enjoying the Jersey centric uh, show or not but so this happened in Philadelphia which has pretty good diners um, yeah and pretty I, good I, diners they keep weird hours I will say they keep weird hours in Philly and they can be uh, uniquely grimy in Philadelphia also yeah. Philly's a sleepy town in a lot of ways weirdly strangely yes yeah so so I'm I'm right now. Uh, Biding my time between Huntsville, where I am tonight, and Philadelphia. Because I uh, wanted to say one thing before you go. I don't mean to keep interrupting you. Yeah. No problem. Philly thinks that Wawa erases all sins. Like they feel that, oh, well, we got Wawa. Oh, well, this diner's closed. We'll go to Wawa then. Well, what about I need some of this? Well, Wawa's got that. At some point, we can't always be leaning on Wawa, guys. Well, you got you got to start stepping it up in different aspects. Wawa can't bail you out all the time. It's like it's like it's like they're on a team with Michael Jordan. Oh, Wawa will save us. Wawa'll do it. Oh, we're down we're down fifteen points. Don't worry, Wawa's gonna Wawa'll score some points. Some point, <laughs> Wawa ain't walking through that door. So, um, Perry, Perry yeah. Shaw's livid right now. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's Shaw. You'll get a. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You'll get you'll get wrapped with a wet T-shirt if you say his name wrong. <laughs> so it's, he'll, he'll he soaks T-shirts. He whips you with a wet T-shirt if you say shawl. So that's just my accent. Yeah. Well, no excuse. You're a Philly guy now. <laughs> so so Jason, go ahead. Yeah. So last time I was in Philly, my girlfriend and I we ordered um, from from a diner that we ordered from fairly regularly. Uh, which I actually really like, and it's where I get my scrapple, which I've gotten the taste for scrapple. That's when you know you've arrived. And uh, pork roll, which I call it pork roll. Okay, not Taylor Ham. Um, no. Um, says it on the package, pork roll. But anyway, uh, so I uh, so we ordered. I ordered a Reuben, which is something I enjoy. But I made the mistake of ordering this Reuben three days after St. Patrick's Day. Oh, Jason. You ordered yeah. a Reuben from where? A diner? A diner that I, I will not name. 
but they deliver. And again, they they they've come through many times. I've enjoyed this diner. I've eaten there in person. I've had food delivered. You know, solid diner in the past. And I used to I used to I've made some risky food decisions in in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like I rolled the dice on yogurt. The only thing I don't mess around with seafood. I don't I don't take a risk on seafood. But like I've made some pretty risky food decisions. I used to be able to say I've never had food poisoning, mm-hmm. and I cannot say that now. The Reuben uh, gotcha. Three, three days after St. Patrick's Day, and and my girlfriend's theory was is they they weren't going to take a loss on all that corned beef mm-hmm. that they ordered for St. Patrick's Day. And I, Tom, I was as sick as I've been in my life for about half a day. I, I was I was in it was it was horrific. I was sick as a dog. Oh my goodness! And that's because you ordered the Reuben from a I, diner. Is I ordered the Reuben. Do not order a Reuben from a diner. You hear, you hear that, everybody? With, with, within a week of St. Patrick's Day. Now, let's just say ever. I think we can upgrade that to <laughs> you don't order a Reuben. These are the things I would never get at a diner, and I see them on menus at diners. Some sort of, like, chow mein. Have you ever seen that on a diner menu? Yeah, I've, I've seen everything. It's like the U.N., yeah. yeah. What's that? What's the name? Pat, have you ever seen or anybody, Mike, you ever seen like chow mein on a diner menu? Never chow mein. I've seen um, pizza, which is always pizza. suspect. Yeah. Were they running around the corner and going and getting some for you? It's like a personal <laughs> pie. It's always like, come on, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't even look at the the entree sections of diner menus. I mean, yeah, it's it's sort of I don't even bother looking. Like you said, they have Italian, lots of Italian dishes and stuff, yeah. but I don't go there. Now, do you think I'm crazy for ordering seafood, Mike? Well, for you made a good salmon? case for it. Yeah, I mean, I I would never do it. You know, I mean, okay. when I was younger, uh, the Turkey Club sandwich that was the go to. You know, it would be, we'd hit, we'd hit the diner after the bars. You know, mm-hmm. I was young. I could eat so much food then. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm uh, basically a Western omelet, whatever time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. It's good, you know, filling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I got just a pretty, uh, look, we'll get into omelets in a minute. Because <laughs> that's a big part of diner life. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Big part of diner life is omelets. Now, uh, Jason, Jason from, uh, uh, Philly, Jason, I, uh, America's Jason, one of the Gregory brothers, one of the legendary Gregory brothers, uh, a- Andrew Gregory saying that your cornbread rant sounds surprisingly similar to a scene from my cousin Vinny. I've never seen that film other than the, the Oh scene. no, he's he's not saying you're stealing it from he's just saying oh. you're in you're evoking it. Oh, gotcha. All right, I'm going to I we got some guests in studio and I want to I I want to get them some some airtime. But okay, thank you for the call, my friend. Okay, talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye. Pat, now who's there in the studio with you? I'm going to do this is your lifestyle. Okay. All right. So hang on one sec. Oh, God. Now I'm scared. Hey there, Tom. All right. So this is the final 
Jersey, Jersey best show. Mm-hmm. So we really had to dig deep on who the Jersey folk are mm-hmm. in your life, in my life, in the best show's life. What's mm-hmm. connected here? What are the threads, right? We have WFMU, of course, right? Of course, yes. Where I met you, Pat. We have the the um, the comedy world of, of New York City, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. We have our sister cities of not only New York, but Philadelphia. Yes, All yes. of those things may come into play tonight. Okay. I'll just say that. All so right. first I will introduce to you, first tonight. Oh, I'm scared. You got me I'm scared. not going to reveal the name. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. What is that? This person. Yeah. I'm not sure where you met them, but hold on a sec. So this person you met at the MNN studio in New York I know who this is. I can guess this right now. They. I can can guess this person right now. I know who this is. They're a hell of a painter. This is my friend. This is one of my favorite people on the planet. They are of a Michelin starred chef. Oh, I didn't know that. And they're holding a dog right now. That's not. That's who I think it is. That's who I think it is. Right. I know who this is. I made up one of those facts. I'm yes, not going to did. I know who this is. This is my friend Mary Houlihan. Come. Oh, Mary. Hi. Mary Houlihan, how are you? I miss you Good. so much. I, I love you and miss you. I miss you too. And you As soon as this is as soon as Pat said he was going to have some surprise people, I kid you not, Mary, I said, "Oh, I would love it so much if Mary was one of those people because I love Mary so much." Not not and, only did did Mary come, but she she had to wrangle her own show so that she could make it here. She does oh, a, wow. a show that also Painting. streams the same time as ours. Yes, Painting competition. With Mary Houlihan. It's a competition. Yeah, Post it from my car on Route Forty Six. Well, th- that's the most New Jersey thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> that you're on Route Forty Six. Just doing uh, doing whatever business you got to do while you're on. It sounds like a Bruce Springsteen song. Yeah, it is. Oh, Mary, Mary's doing her show from the Route 46. No. Now, Mary, how are how are you? How are you? How is how are you? How is happy your dog? Happy. Well, I'll tell you. It's interesting that you bring up. Bruce Springsteen, because lately I have been listening to a lot of live Bruce Springsteen and Bruce Springsteen East Street Radio on Sirius. Mm-hmm. And I got me, me too. You, me too. Boy, that stuff cheers you up. Everyone's like going nuts and screaming and singing. Yeah. Oh man. Like, what are some of the things? Are there certain years? Do you keep track of the years when things are from to see what what resonates the most with you? Oh, gosh, I don't know all of it. Because there's certain times when you listen and I look and certain things from like 2013, it's always like, he's always like, it has like that kind of like, has all that business going on where I think it's like the Dropkick Murphys or something. 
Oh, sure. Yeah. Whereas like suddenly he's like, <laughs> he's like, go get your wrecking ball. Yeah, I don't know if that's my favorite, but it that's might not be mine either. <laughs> you don't like it, Tom, when 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 uh, Springsteen is singing about making you walk the plank. <laughs> um, I don't like when he's singing about walking the plank or a vast ye mateys or um, the seven seas. Yeah. Any of these things about uh, barnacles. Yeah, barnacles go <laughs> straight to barnacles. Later years. Yeah. So we're gonna lash you, uh like lash you to the to the boat, to the to the uh, <laughs> no, I those are maybe not my favorite era, but no, Mary. So what 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 you you now you seem to be doing all right, Mary Houlihan. I am. I'm having a nice time, I think. It's always a guaranteed thing when it's like, I'm having a nice time, I think. (laughs) (laughs) No, you, you, well, like, I get it too. I understand that. I always am like, where's, when's the other shoe going to drop? Oh, sure. Yeah. But what I'll say to you, Mary Hulan, nobody, but nobody is as funny as you are. Thank you. Because you do. Mary has a Patreon, she does, and if you support it, which I am a supporter of it, every every month she sends you a zine. She does her own zines, and they're so good. I get, Every month I look forward to, I get a zine in the mail, and they're all different, and they're all funny in different ways, and they just crack me up, and they show, like, you have good art in them, and you're, you're just a... Uh, you're just a truly, uh, a truly cool, talented person, Mary. And thank you. And one of the things I do miss about New Jersey is seeing my friend Mary. I know I miss you so much. Why? Why won't you just move back? Why won't you move here? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, see, it's a, that's a question we got. Well, yeah. we'll have to visit. Well, I'll visit you. You visit me. Exactly. And what, what, what's going on? What can you tell people is going on? Oh, my goodness. Well, I was so jealous earlier that uh, that I wasn't in the room to talk to Tommy McNamara because I love Tommy McNamara. Mm-hmm. But then I became so angry because he mentioned his stupid show at the gutter, ew, when he should have mentioned the show that he's in on Monday, which is Sopranos the Musical. Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. Sopranos the Musical at Union Hall in Brooklyn. And if we're talking Jersey, I mean, it doesn't get more Jersey than Sopranos the Musical at Union Hall. It's true. Yeah. So, yeah, in, <laughs> in this month's episode, um, Dr. Melfi has gout, and so there's... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Are you researching the role? Um, I don't know. Are you it's eating too many, too much lunch meat or whatever it takes to get gout? Well, okay. <laughs> Did you watch the Ken Burns, um, Ben Franklin? No, I didn't. Well, gout was huge back then. I was really uh-huh. taken with how big gout was. <laughs> Anyway, so that's where my gout inspo came from. Okay, so gout was kind of like 
the Kardashians. <laughs> exactly. Like the way everybody knows, like they like gout. Gout was whatever everybody was talking about. Gout. Talking about it. Yeah. Everyone was like, I don't even care about gout, but you know. Yeah. They do. Oh, I hate gout. I don't even pay attention so what to what gout's is. all about. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there will be a substitute therapist treating Tony, played by Tommy McNamara. And would you like to know what I named the character? Yes, please, Mary. Doctor McCamera. <laughs> Wait, what did you name the character? Is played by Tommy McNamara, and the character is called Doctor. <laughs> Dr. McCamera. You are, you still got it, Mary. <laughs> I was worried for a second. You didn't still have it. Dr. McCamera. <laughs> You're so funny. I, I hope to one day audition for, for this musical uh, version of The Sopranos. Oh, we'd be happy to have you. Who do you want to play? Well, I mean, I, I do, I do a Lily Hammer. That's pretty good. Well, I know you I'm have. A, sorry, we, I, we I know have you, that. Covered. I know you got one. But if Mike, Micah Brucey plays Lily Hammer, if Micah Brucey ever can't make it, <laughs> if it you, you got a backup Lily Hammer in the wings. Okay, I'm, I'd love to be an understudy. Then what about this, Mary? Mm. You already have, you already have a little like that covered. What <laughs> if Pat plays a character where he's half, he's half Silvio. <laughs> half Herman Munster and he goes, Oh Lily. Right? The way he always says he's like Lily Hammer. Yeah, that's what we should do. There you go. You're in the show, Pat. All right. I'll learn my lines. Yeah. Start yeah, start learning your lines. <laughs> Mary's gonna be like, Yikes, what did I agree to? <laughs> A Herman Munster. Herman Munster's in the show now. Now well Mary do you want to hear something cool I did last week? Oh, weekend? absolutely. I rode in a boat. <laughs> you rode in a boat. Two boats, actually. At One the same time? Saturday and a different boat on Sunday. You're living that boating life. Yeah. <laughs> she, moved, she moved up by a lake. She moved up by a lake. What's that, boys? <laughs> That's a version of Tom's, also a classic Jersey story. Um, I got floor seats, guy. I got floor <laughs> seats. But I said, I, floor seats. I said she moved up to a lake. I remember as I was a kid watching somebody out when Bruce Springsteen tickets went on sale. I love that this, this guy was outside of the outside of the record store. And this is when you had to line up to get tickets. Yeah. This guy ran out and he was pretty much doing a dance. He goes, I got floor seats. I got floor seats. I got floor seats. Like yelling to anybody, but mind you, it's jumped to me. GA general. These were, these were floor seats at Giant Stadium. <laughs> this is not exactly not exactly an intimate venue where you're like like going to be right up like I'm right up against Bruce. Get there, I'm so close to him. You're still a half mile away from Bruce Springsteen. I okay. go floor seats. No, that uh, so you're on a boat. And what are you doing on boats now? What are you, do you, are you, you have a nautical bent now to you, Mary? Well, you see, I live on a lake, but I don't have direct access to the lake. Okay. So a young person 
across the street just moved back home in with his parents. Okay. So I've been saying, hey, you and me, we're both young. Maybe we could hang Look out. at us. We're both young. <laughs> when anybody says stuff like that, it's kind of clear which one is younger of the two. <laughs> <laughs> the you, I'm going to say this kid might be a little younger. No. Not, He's older. He's older, but you're just like, okay, because I thought you were just, hey, we're both young people, right? <laughs> and he's like 17. He's like, what? Who? <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? I'm too busy going on Reddit. <laughs> oh, my God. So this I'm guy kidding. lives that right was a joke. water. He has a dock. And, you know, I've been talking my way onto boats. So you talked your way onto the boat. Mm-hmm. In fact, I also had a friend come over and I had him take mm-hmm. us both on a boat and he steered it for us. That sounds amazing. So you're, you're riding lakes, you're riding boats all over the place. And Happy was on the boat with me. Did he have a little life preserver on? Mm-mm. Did he have a little captain's cap? <laughs> No, he was just in my lap in the nude. In the nude? Well, you know, like a dog does. Well, was he wearing his collar? Yes, of course. Well, then he wasn't then he wasn't nude. Yeah, he was fully nude. dressed. You're right. Happy was fully <laughs> dressed. He was in his formal wear. That's right. With his collar. What outfit would you want to see Happy in that you if you were to imagine any sort of costume or outfit would you want to see frankie uh, happy in a little little dracula outfit wouldn't that be cute you know what i would love you ever see these uh u.s postal service costumes for dogs yes (laughs) you want to see happy in one of those yeah okay okay (laughs) what about happy as a little chef wouldn't that be cute little would be cute puffy chef hat all right. Getting ready for Halloween. That's right. Happy Halloween. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> well. So, what's up? Not a whole lot. Just doing the best show. What's up with you? I don't know. It feels uh, strange to be telling you what I'm up to and then not ask any questions. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm here to talk to you. You I don't know. worry. You've been talking for a couple of hours now. I know. Yeah. Also, it's got to be weird because Mary's never been to the studio when you haven't been here. Yeah, she's, no. she's in the guest chair, also the the AP mic chair opposite mm-hmm. opposite the um, I don't know record player area. <laughs> you know, sure, yeah, sign is incredible. I gotta say, yeah, very impressive. Yeah. Even though we have most yeah. of the stuff off the wall, it's still pretty mm-hmm. good in here. Haven't well, foam yet, but Mary, I miss you. I, I hope you. I get to see you soon. You will. All right. Okay. Now, and Pat, there's someone else next to her. That's what I wanted to make sure. I don't want anybody to be excluded. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not blowing you off there, Mary. But I want to make oh, sure Mary, we can make okay. everybody. Mm-hmm. Mary, sticking around for a minute. Okay. Good. Next to her, to her right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let this this person <laughs> say hello, and also. Explain a little bit about maybe clues of how uh, how this person knows you. I will say the first one though is that um, they met you uh, most likely 1992 or 1993 
in his parents' living room. <laughs> I know who this is. I know who this is. I revealed the gender already. Whoops. No, but I knew who it was. All you need to say, parents' living room. Probably, so probably, probably Seam was probably there. For me, him, and Seam, or Bitch Magnet. Who would have been playing in your living room? John Solomon. Hi, Tom. How are you, John? I'm I'm well. I'm this is so now. exciting. This is so exciting. This rules. You, for people, everybody knows, but I'm going to say it anyway. John is a good, legit friend for many, many years. He, I knew him from the alternative in the college radio scene in the early nineties, you were down in Princeton. I was a little North of that more closer to new Brunswick, but John would have shows in his house. He actually, before I ever heard of anybody doing that. Now people hear people do living room shows all the time, but you would have a band come and play your house. Yeah. And it was amazing. There were two different John's, in New Jersey that both had bands playing in their homes. There was one up North and then one in central New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever went to any John Hilt's basement shows. I certainly did. I did not. Oh man. I worked with, with his sister, Kate. Oh, wild. Speaking of Jersey connections. Who did I see at your house, John? Who did I see play? I, I, now I feel I, now I'm this I feel weird talking about. I, oh please, this I, is exciting. This is I, a this is a lost history to indie rock. I vaguely recall there was a show. And I felt like I I didn't know you then, but you showed up, and I was like, "Who's that guy?" Isn't oh, that's that? a great that's a great message I was well, sending. No, no, come on, <laughs> who's this guy? Well, He's in know, my house. Yeah. Um, that might have been when Sebado played. Is that possible? Wow. Might have been. I know I saw Sebado. Hey. Yeah. Would have enjoyed being anywhere else that evening, I have to say. <laughs> okay. Who else did I see? I, I saw two shows at your house, at your parents' place. There was when... Rodan and Codeine played. Were you there for that? I think it might have been Codeine. Yeah. And just started playing at the end. I remember it must have been Codeine. Um, I also remember seeing Sebado at one of the dining clubs. Oh, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But they played that. That was not your house. You didn't live at one of the Princeton uh, dining clubs, which no. was it's Princeton's end run around frat houses. Um, more or less. Is that fair to say? Yeah, but they they would ha- and they would get these huge social budgets so mm-hmm. the, they could really book whatever bands they wanted. I remember when I was in high school Fugazi agreed to play one of them, mm-hmm. but they didn't know that it was a private show. Okay. And they were less than thrilled when they discovered that not everyone who wanted to get in could get in. Wow. That's yeah, that was I don't know why people were still letting me in for those things, but I got in. I, um, there was a, uh, 
when Sebado played the dining club, because they would play on like an off night between a Philly show and a New York show. A lot of times bands would play these things on weeknights and they were private shows, but I snuck in. Sebado did the greatest show. And this was right when the New York Times did this insane write up about Sebado saying this great band, everything, and they're playing CBGBs this weekend and it's the big show was the cbgb show and then they did the greatest show in front of nobody at this dining club and then they went to cbgb's and did a 15 minute version of oven is my friend um just punishing the crowd like they they it was the most sebado thing imaginable where they just snatched would snatch defeat from the jaws of victory and they kind of just couldn't help it, but it was it was kind of beautiful also, and it's what one of the things that made me I, that I loved about Sebado. Um, but John is a WPRB DJ, the Princeton radio station, and he does the Christmas marathon show every year, and it's legendary and it's known internationally. It's a highlight to so many people's holiday season every year now, and. You, it's exciting that you would come by the studio. John means when a lot. Harry, or excuse me, when Pat texts and says, "Here's where you need to be on a Tuesday," mm-hmm. I answer that call. Well, that's sweet. And when Perry texts, you generally have to write back and say, "No, I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any uh, my pal God T-shirts. <laughs> I got four in the basement. If he wants them, well, please. He, he's He's going to show up. He's like Rumpelstiltskin. If you mention a T-shirt, he's uh, he's there already. I have a question for you. We were talking about this uh, in the in the living room portion of the studios. Yes. What are you going to do with the mural? The wall mural. Wall mural. That Scott Teplin, the amazing Scott Teplin, did a wall mural. I don't know. You got a jackhammer? I think you should cut the mural out of the wall and auction it off for charity. Look, that's the, the, you're talking to the wrong person on that. Pat. Pat says he has a guy. Well, if Pat has a guy and Pat wants to figure it out, I'm, I will talk to Pat about that. that would, I would be up for figuring that out. Yeah, I mean, Tom and I have been corresponding daily about decisions with what to what goes, what stays in the studio. But I did I did soft pitch it to Tom before we moved a, a thing in here. Yeah. Since then, I have not updated Tom because there's just been so much to update him on. But mm-hmm. I, a, a former roommate of mine that's been in the studio, his name's John. He's he's probably been on half hour power or something. But um, he is a construction guy. He does. Um, home and apartment renos and demos. And I, he's been here before a few times to help me move stuff in and out. And he knows the mural well. And I, I mentioned it to him. Like, I think I texted him a photo of it, like, LOL, could this be cut out of a wall? And he was just like, he called me back. He's like, yeah, I got the right saw for that. And I could patch it up really fast too. And I was just like, wow, um, maybe like, I, I kind of like, I almost got scared by how quickly he was just like, yeah. How easily he was like, I could actually do that 
not, but like, but we have so much to do in here that it would be literally the icing on the cake. I think if Pat we, clearly needs another <laughs> item on his list. Yeah. Yeah. Pat, I haven't Pat, seen my wife in three weeks, but yeah, let me, now Pat, let me cut something out of a yeah, Pat wants to drill through a wall. Shop back, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then we just got to go shop back and suck up all the. I don't want to say asbestos. I don't think it's asbestos behind no, that wall. New, but but we we it it could be done, and it could go on. That since stuff is going to California via a big moving truck, mm-hmm. it would be probably not that much more for me to like wrap like bubble wrap that and put it oh, on. It may get Pat, the show, but Pat, or, or, or we put it on auction. I'll do. I'll do whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do, we'll do. I'm going to be guilted into this. No, Mike, Mike, what's happening? Are we doing this? (laughs) Mike, what do you think of all this stuff? Anything? Is there anything at the studio you wanted? Did you get your Coors Light sign back? (laughs) Yeah, I got the Coors Light sign. Uh, One thing about that idea, Pat, you better clear that with the landlord. Yeah. Because I I know in my building, if, if I did anything like that without clearance from the landlord, he would flip out. So, well, well, uh, that's the thing. Even even if you can fix it to not even noticeable, you got to clear everything with any any type of uh, work like that. I know, but you remember my old nickname on the best show, Mike. (laughs) I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the landlord. So, I mean, I've had troubles with landlord over things. And and I'm going to weigh in and say you might want to say something to the landlord, too, given that I lived (laughs) in that apartment and on the second floor. Here's the big cameras everywhere. The big reveal, Jason. Not in the rooms, not in the apartment. He doesn't oh, have yeah, a camera. No, he There's some cameras in there. <laughs> oh, well, that's <laughs> bad news. <laughs> Jason, uh, no, he would see someone taking out a gigantic drywall mural. Yeah, he might. He might have a feeling something's up when the building vibrates <laughs> from the wall being removed. Yeah. yeah, might be a little bit of a tip off that something's going on down there. Oh, you mean the oven? Yeah, I had it preheating. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but I have a question. Could you please remind me, because I forget, um, how, what's the order of Pat and Mike and Dudio of the, one person likes another person? And <laughs> Oh, what's the order? Oh, it's very simple. <laughs> it's very simple. Mike, oh, it's very man. simple. Yeah. Mike likes Pat. Mike, Mike likes Pat. Jason likes Pat. I think, and I think that might be it. I think that's. I think. I think that might be the list. I turned the screen with the screensaver on that has that diagram that we made, and I'm waiting for it to show up for Mary. I think it was. I think it was. uh, Jason hates Mike. Mike hates Jason. Pat hates. Pat hates. they, they both like Pat. Pat hates he, Pat, Pat hates both of them. Yeah, yeah I think that's I think more that or less. It. Yeah, because it's on this screensaver I've seen every week, uh-huh. and I'm gonna wait for it to show. Yeah. It's slowly getting yeah. there, and we're getting there. Look, it's fine. Nobody hates anybody. <laughs> I'll put it now, on. But wait, Mike also took something else from the studio. He took the infamous four loco. Oh my Hold god! Hold on a second. Mike. And that was yeah. I, I should have let Mike. Keep saying, yeah. Open it up. There, there was one can. <laughs> I don't plan on drinking it. No, <laughs> please. Don't. There was our friend Judy Rosen 
brought one final can of the original four loco with all four locos in it. Uh, what are they again? Taurine, caffeine, alcohol, <laughs> yeah. and something else. Guarine, I think. I percent on alcohol. I should have reached out to Judy Rosen. There's there's a, there, there's a handful of people. If you're if you're wondering why you didn't get a call, by the way, anyone listening to this, this is COVID times. We're trying we're we're trying to do it. Uh, this was on the fly. It was a last minute thing. Uh, Pat, don't worry. Everybody gets yeah. it. Everybody. There's many people I wanted to. You're yeah. also exhausted. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, Pat, you're 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 going so far above and beyond. All right. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Mike took the final can of four loco. He is in his <laughs> possession now. That's right. We shot a little video. What are you going to do with it, Mike? You're just going to hold on to it. Yeah, it's a keepsake. Yeah. A knickknack. Yeah, a knickknack. Patty whack. Yeah. You can pass it down to your descendants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a collectible, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a real collectible. It's a collectible. real real keepsake. <laughs> Shot a little video with it and I'll post that. <laughs> you know, a fun little keepsake. <laughs> now, Mary, Mary, were you horrified? And John, were you horrified when you heard Dudio say he never went to the boardwalk? He was in New Jersey for a decade, but never made it down to any boardwalk. That is tr- troubling. I is always he. I feel like he must be mistaken, and I know that now. he knows his life better than I do. Yep. but that just doesn't sound right. Are you sure? The, the one outside the Meadowlands didn't count for for those Springsteen Bon Jovi shows that summer that they set up a fake one. That doesn't count, Jason. <laughs> oh, I okay. didn't even go to that one. Okay, that was like the well. What kept you? What kept you from it? I don't know. I think whenever I did a vacation, I I did it out. Like I went home. It was pretty much it. But I'll say this about New Jersey. The whole point of the boardwalk is for when you don't have a vacation, the boardwalk is there for you. (laughs) You I gave him a lot of crap about it. Exactly. If you have three hours, if you have three hours and you want to get out of your house, you go to the boardwalk. Jason, do you remember me giving you a hard time about never going down the shore? No, yeah, completely. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, very much so. I'd be like, AC, or, you know. Well, I've been there. Well, and I've walked their boardwalk. That counts. That counts. Okay, then I have. Okay. Yeah, but it, it, it's not the experience. The Tropicana. It's not the shore. Look, this is what I'll Luxury. say. If you, can walk, if you can walk into a casino and use their bathroom, you're not at the Jersey Shore. That's not... That's not the way the shore works. We've you have to go in the screen now. What's that, John? Diagram just came up on yeah, the screen. The okay. Of who hates Pat who. hates Dudio. <laughs> Pat hates Mike. Dudio and Mike hate each other. <laughs> so now I'm reading it. I'm going to post it on Twitter. Yeah. But I will say this. If you can go, the whole point of the shore is if you don't have to do any like sneaky business to get into a bathroom you're not at the jersey shore where you're kind of just like pretending to eat at martell's <laughs> and going in and using their bathroom <laughs> like that's when that's the jersey shore or going into a place where you're just like i can't touch a thing in this like the the public bathrooms on the boardwalk yikes you're better off walking in the ocean Using nature's toilet, <laughs> it would be better. right? God's toilet, because mm-hmm. God- that is the ocean. It's God's toilet. 
<laughs> That's what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> you just go use God's toilet. You rather than meanwhile Jason's going in and think he's getting a shrimp cocktail. He's got a shrimp cocktail and some taffy. <laughs> you got to buy something. Here's the bathroom. No, he's going and he's playing a slot machine. He's playing a hangover <laughs> slot machine. That's not the boardwalk. If you can play a slot machine, I feel that I sound like uh, freaking uh, uh, Jeff Foxworthy now. <laughs> if you if you can go into the bathroom, you might be on the board. If you go into the bathroom and you can play a slot machine, you might not be at the Jersey Shore. Now do Foxworthy with a Jersey accent. Well, there's no such thing as a Jersey accent, so there's impossible. (laughs) Who laughed that hard? I don't like that. (laughs) I think it was legitimate. But there's no such thing as a New Jersey accent. We all know that. Yeah. Right, Mary? You get it. Mm-hmm. Sure, they can make fun of us for the way we say water. But how are you supposed to say it? Water? No, thanks. I'd like some water, please. No, no thanks. I'd rather go thirsty than drink water. Do you guys want some water rice? Yeah. You say They're, water or water? I say water. Oh. Wa, wa. I got the wa in there. Water. Yeah, water. I don't know. Water. Gotta catch me off guard. I think I say water. Yeah. You got you got no accent, Pat. Thank you. Feeding water to your daughters. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> Mary gets it. John, Solomon, Tom, Sharpling. Princeton Sports. You love it, don't you? I like the basketball. That's you like the basketball, the Pete Carroll and the four corners and the passing it around and right. That's what you like. Sure. Yes. Let's talk more about 1976. You kick it to an open bill Bradley who, <laughs> or 1965. Sure. Who hits it from the corner who hits it from the corner and the, the Princeton tigers win the game 18 to 16. Actually, you, you just brought up a question that I wanted to ask you when you came on my show to talk about the book last year. Yes. Did John... Wait, which book? Which book? The best-selling oh, book? The best-selling book. It Never's Ends. Get ready for the paperback, everybody. Oh, hardcover coming soon in paperback. Yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see. I know Princeton meant a lot to you mm-hmm. when you were a kid. Yes. Did... John McPhee's a sense of where you are resonate a lot with you. Yes. I, I enjoyed, uh, that's the book he wrote about Bill Bradley when he was, uh, a college student at Princeton kind of documenting him before his, before he entered the world of pro basketball when he was still figuring out who he was. Yeah. That, I love that book. I love John McPhee and I love that book. John McPhee also wrote a really good book about writing uh, a handful of years ago that is worth reading. That I cannot remember the name of. Is it called, um, wait, this is the Bill Bradley book. I think it's just called On Writing. Is that right? Might be on, yeah, that, that, that might be the case. It might be called On Writing. That might be it. And Bill Bradley has We Can All Do Better. Paperback May 
May 8th, 2012. The young Tom Sharpling met Bill Bradley at the age of six. Mm. I was five. I think I was five even. It was a day like any other. It was a day like any other. A pancake breakfast where my family was super into the Knicks. Bill Bradley was running for senator of New Jersey at that point, and he was attending a pancake breakfast. My parents went, brought me to it, and I said to my mother, because I was wearing my little Knicks jacket, I said, do you think he'll think I'm on the Knicks? (laughs) Now, isn't that the cutest thing you just ever heard? Yeah. A little five-year-old thinking that. (laughs) What if he did? (laughs) Yeah, what if he did? What if he was like... Thought you were Michael Ray Richardson? We thought it was Michael Ray Richardson and then told me to go fetch a fetch a fetch some balls because he's gonna practice uh he's gonna practice jump shots. Um no now now Mary and John, let's talk diners real quick with mm-hmm. the both of you. What's up with the New Jersey diner in your opinion? I like it. You like it? What do you get? Ooh, usually a breakfast thing, a omelet or, uh, you know, scrambled eggs or over easy eggs with some toast and soak up the toast with lots of butter. Usually something like that. That's a good combo. Mm-hmm. John, what would you get from a New Jersey diner? All right. First of all, were you a Mistori's person? Did you go to Mistori's at all? I did not. Okay. I was going to ask you if you were a cinnamon bread guy or a cheese bread guy, but never mind. Um, so I don't love eggs unless they're in something like a cake. Mm-hmm. So I go bagel with cream cheese, tomato, and onion with at least one, maybe two sides of home fries. That's my go-to diner order. That's good. I like that. And an iced coffee. And an iced coffee. What's yours? Mine? Mm-hmm. These are some, okay. Cool. Feels like you're in the center of my forehead going, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I thought it was, thought it was uh, in the her too all of a sudden. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking to her, the robot. Remember that movie, Her, with yeah, the robot? The robot. <laughs> it goes, uh, no, I would get the, I like, I like omelets at, at diners. Omelets are a biggie for me. Mm-hmm. And I'll go get. You like waffles? A big waffle with some ice cream on top. Well, that's uh, dessert fixings. You wouldn't get that for breakfast, would you? I would. Well, Mary, it was a trick question. Of course you would, because you get whatever you want. (laughs) That's the beauty of the diner. That's the thing. That's the thing they don't understand, Mary. A New Jersey diner is open. They're all open 24 hours. Or not all of them. Plenty of them are open 24 hours. Mm -hmm. You go in, and somebody will say, yeah, I'm going to have a tuna melt. And then my friend here is going to get pancakes. And then somebody else would be like, yeah, I'm going to try this pork chop thing. What <laughs> sides do you have with it? And everybody gets what they want. Mm-hmm. That's the best part of that. And then you go and you watch a cake spin around and you got to stand there and you wait for it to spin back around. You're like, wait, 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 what is that one? What is that? You're like, oh, it's German chocolate. Yeah, I don't want that. And the decor. Ooh. Yeah, 
Yeah. Or you go get one of those cookies from the wrap. The, they have them on the counter, Ooh. the cookies with the M&Ms in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe a carrot cake with a, a oh. you know, a drawing of a carrot on top. That's yeah, a little carrot and icing, <laughs> a little icing drawing of a carrot. Don't forget the, the worst looking chocolate chip cookie you'll ever see. It, it the driest like, chocolate chip cookie it, on earth. It, it looks like it'll break apart into a million. Yeah. Pieces. I reached a point where I was suddenly found myself saying, I love those dry chocolate chip cookies. I love those dry ones so much. I like a more. Do I like a nice moist cookie? Yeah, of course. Do I like those really dry ones? Yeah, I do. I think you're better off just getting the free cookie that they have at the register versus. No, that. you're not. Unless you want to get COVID 23. <laughs> well, now I wouldn't, but yeah. Yeah. Back in the, the cook day. with the tongs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not picking that up. Get the, free the, the worst is the mints at the diner when they just have the mint bowl. And you know, people are scooping some old weirdo scooping it out with his hand. <laughs> they got yeah. a, the tiny spoon. Yeah, they get tiny spoon, tiny plastic spoon. <laughs> like mini tongs or spoon. Yeah. Um, the the place, it wasn't a diner, but we used to eat all the time before Best Show Meals here in the Marion section of Jersey City. Yeah. Rita and Joe's for many oh my years God. open. And they gave you these complimentary cookies at the end mm. that have little yeah. rainbow sprinkles. So they were, it was honestly my favorite part of the whole meal. Yeah, a little lemon taste like, to them. They, they had great mm. food. Yeah, and good did. coffee and good, like, you know, just, it was a good, like, mom-and-pop Italian place. That and, place rules. And Rita it's would cool. poke her little head out of the kitchen to see everyone yeah, eating. But yeah, those the cookies, best. I honestly looked forward to them the most because <laughs> I knew they were coming, and they're always, yeah. like, a surprise. Yeah. They're always a little surprise. Like, what's this? And when they're the warm, surprise, yeah, the, su- the they, surprise well, you're totally counting on. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, Tom ate there. It's almost every every, every Tuesday I would eat it. Rita and Joe's before the show. You'd get the yeah. salmon. I would get the salmon. Yeah, some calamari. Plan out the, the show. Yeah, plan out that my my best show notebook. Writing out the notes, sitting there. So much stuff was, or we would eat at the that. Mike would remember this. My the that that <laughs> the uh, that 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 was it. Well, Pat, you'd remember it. Mike, we. That horror show across from WFMU before it changed, before they like when it was the Flamingo, that was a place where you're just kind of like, if it ain't if it ain't off the grill, you don't get it from that place. That place, that's where you wouldn't get seafood. Was that place? That's that's the place I ate before every show when I first started. (laughs) And I would say, yeah, but I would eat either. I would eat at the. I would eat there after the show. Mm-hmm. At that diner, before the show, I'd probably eat at the pizza place across the street. Um, the one where I go in one time with Mike. Mike, you think Mike? You think this is Mike's old high school? But he's talking. <laughs> he's they're, they're laughing. <laughs> I go in one time with Mike to just go get some pizza. He's laughing it up with the woman behind the counter. They got stories and they're going. But I was like, what? What are you? Planet from, is going. On. She was from Bayonne. Yeah, but you like had a whole thing. I was just like, good I knew for her, yeah. you. Yeah, but you had like a. <laughs> it was like you. You had like your your. I would go in there. I'd be like, I'll get a plain slice of mushrooms. I'd go, 
And then Mike goes in and they're laughing and <laughs> he's having the time of his life with them. Like I go in here every week. They don't even look at me. It's that charm. It's that Mike. Mike cuts through like that. Oh, it was just bouncing around bars in Bayonne. You meet people. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's you how knew, it came that about. was so funny. <laughs> now that was, but that diner was rough stuff. Um, that diner was rough stuff for the Flamingo. That was the one where, like, really, you would be like, I'll get a grilled cheese sandwich, please. Like, I would always get, like. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I kept it. I kept it very simple in there. I think, yeah, grilled cheese, BLT. Water. You know. they'd, they'd always be like, what? What do you want? Like, they'd make Oh, they were so, they were so mad at they were mad at everybody i think it was the original wait staff that just had aged they they just yeah. like they started there mm-hmm. as teenagers and they just got mm-hmm. old and they had never been anywhere else yeah but yeah r.i.p the flamingo and the vip or the vip on sip was another place that's where we we ate before tom got into his uh uh accident on the night that trump got elected. oh yeah mm-hmm. that was the he vip was that was me pat and claro kane ate at um but then Mike, it was me, Mike, Pat, and Claro Kane were there and we're eating. We're just watching like it's states terrible. fall yeah. to Results. Trump. And then, um, yeah, it was funny because then, then I went home and almost got, got smeared on the turnpike. Like it was I feel terrible. responsible for that because oh, I suggested, well, you're I suggested driving the- that we, we, we go there. And if I hadn't suggested yeah. that, you would have never hit that deer. Unless you were, unless you were the deer, you had nothing to apologize for. No, but it was such a weird night and it was just like, but that's the whole thing. Like I remember with diners in New Jersey, I remember going to a New Jersey diner um, during the 1994 NBA finals. And look, this is going to be for our next book club. We'll talk about this, the, the book blood in the garden, which is about the nineties Knicks. And there was, um, I went the night, the, the night, the Knicks lost game seven. I went to a, the Scotch Plains diner on route 22 by myself and I was I couldn't have handed more of my life over to this championship run the Knicks were on, and they lose in the final game of the season. My favorite player comes up so short, has the worst game of his career, John Starks. I'm sitting at this diner, and I said to myself that night, like this is like what you could kind of do at a diner because I would do things that I would go to diners with my notebook and do writing for jobs prep for the best show at diners. Like just like, I would just like, like diners are good for a lot of things like that. Like, like you can, if you can get a booth, you take advantage of it. But I sat in that booth by myself and I said to myself, I can never ever care about something. I have zero control over like that game, like this sports thing just was because it will ruin my life. Like I felt I was at a true crossroads that night at the diner. And I was like, I have no control over how these games turn out. I can only focus on things that I have at least a little bit of control over, but I cannot put my entire life at the mercy of, of just players. What a, what a, but that was a diner. And I picture when I think of diners, I think of that. 
I think it's stuff like that. Mike, what do you get at a diner? Uh, well, I so guess now you, you're more omelet driven. Yeah, you you're more you know, Western omelet. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been to Bayonne had a great diner within walking distance. That was the problem. And uh, it was, you know, a 24 hour diner. So yeah. I'd be in there late nights. And, um, mm. you know, when I was younger, yeah, I could I could eat a big meal late at night. But mm. uh, as I got older, uh, yeah. the omelet seemed to be the, the, the way best that, case. Yeah. yeah. Now, an omelet, sir, that's the most reliable thing in a diner. That's that to me. I want you to finish that, but I'm just gonna we're gonna say goodbye right now to Mary and and John and and move in some some okay. Mary Houlihan, John Solomon, thank you both for coming to the Best Show Studio for the final New Jersey Best Show. I appreciate it so much. I love you both, and I will talk to you both very soon. Yay! Love you too, Tom. Thank you for feeding New Jersey to Pat, Mary, and I. Yeah, of course. Yes. Um, so you were on omelet. Oh yeah. Mike. So you're saying omelets, but uh, what about as a kid or when you could eat anything, what were you knocking back? Well, well, we just, you know, had Easter and, you know, a lot of people go out for Easter dinner. Uh, you know, I guess my, my parents were on a budget, but we, we loved it anyway. We would go to a diner, um, for Easter dinner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could, they, they had like a special menu or whatever. Uh, so you could have the more extravagant meals that day. But, uh, like I said, the, the glory days for me in diners was in my twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a local bar that was right across the street from, uh, you know, uh, uh, the diner down in Howell, New Jersey, which no longer is operating. It, it was a great diner though. Mm-hmm. Um, it also happened to be right next to an adult bookstore. Mm-hmm. So you had a weird sort of uh, back and forth between the clientele uh, mm-hmm. there coming over to, to the diner and back, you know, uh, in the parking lot. Like people walking from the bookstore, sticking something in their trunk and then going inside the diner. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> people would be, you know, do, 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 just throw my bag in the car here. Then I'll go grab a bite to eat. People would be, you know, pretty uh, buzzed. And they, you know, as a laugh, they'd go into the adult bookstore. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this, this adult bookstore was run by the meanest looking guy. You know, you think like a guy running a, an adult bookstore, you know, wow, this is the dream, right? He's living the dream, sex 24 hours a Wait, day. Hold on a second. <laughs> on what, on what, at what point in your life did you ever think... <laughs> That guy's so, living the. No, dream. I'm, I'm entering his mind. You know, he he actually did it, right? You know, he 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 invested in this establishment, and this this adult bookstore was there until only like several years ago. I mean, it was there from like the early mid early mid seventies when it was all started to boom. Mm-hmm. I mean, this place was there forever, but the guy who ran it, mm-hmm. he was he would just you would walk in the door, and the guy would just glare at you. You know, everything was in plastic, so there was no browsing, mm-hmm. you know. So he was just on the alert that you're going to walk out of the place with his merchandise. Mm-hmm. So, so it was just a horrible vibe whenever you went in that place. But you, 
I still can't get past the phrase "living the dream." I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> well, well okay. th- th- think dream. about think about the mentality of somebody who who would open a place like that, right? I mean, you'd have to be some sort of uh, deviant, you know, to think that like this is my dream. You know, I want to I want to sell smut. You know, it's like, oh, well, that's that's <laughs> that, living. It, that you could it's just a rare. Somebody- it's yeah. a rare consciousness to to think that that's a good idea. I mean, at the Are time, hint, I guess it this, was a money maker. Is this a hint? <laughs> do you want to? You want me to fund a shop for you? You want me to kick in? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I can't even. An angel? I can't, I can't even some rationalize the mindset of the person. And, and well, and, and then when I saw this guy, I just like there's something wrong with this guy. Which yeah. is uh, what I would think anybody who, you know, thinks that's like a, a business that they want to throw their whole life into selling dildos and yeah, whatnot. Okay. <laughs> we're at the three right. hour mark, so we're safe harbor now. Yeah. Safe. There's no, yeah. Well, look. Again, I'm not going to press this. <laughs> if this is something you want, we can talk about it. Well, I didn't even you talk want, about the, the, the peep booths and back. I mean, that's, that's what do you whole, want? You want like it's a whole other nightmare. You want five grand? There. You want some seed money? Yeah. Oh, that's a, <laughs> that's, the wrong word. That, that's a two grand wrong. per booth. Seed money. Literally the wrong phrase I used on that one. What would Take. you What would you call it? Like the lion's den or something? No, actually, believe it or not, there. You know, somebody mentioned Brick Brick, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I was driving through there not too long ago, and there is actually an adult bookstore over there still open called the pleasure zone. I'm like, what, you know, what sort of specialized clientele is still going to an adult bookstore in 2022? Is it in the twilight zone font? No, it's, it looks like uh, somebody did like a specialized graffiti sign for it. I was thinking of going there just as a gag and and posting some photos on Twitter. Uh, Well, pleasure zone as a gag. Yeah. Well, look, if you go to the pleasure zone, <laughs> just, I don't know what to say to tie a rope, tie a rope around your waist. And, you'll, never, you'll never hear from me again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Be like, be like a stranger things. You get lowered into the, into the upside down. Just well, speaking, rope. Of, speaking of stranger things, we got, What's we got, that? wow. Pat's just keeping it moving along. This. I love it. Guys, what we have, we, we have, Two other people after this, so we got to. What do we got? Let's do it. Let's do it too. Don't take some calls. I have a song. Well, yeah, you're burying the lead all over the place tonight. I'm not. I'm just teeing it up. (laughs) It's called teeing it up, Pat. All right, all right. Uh, There's so many more surprises. Here's two. Uh, Should we do them at the same time? I don't even know. Let's do same time. Let's do same time. All right. So this person you probably met. in Philadelphia, the the second sister city of New Jersey, basically a part of New Jersey, he might argue against this, but uh, at the Union Transfer Show, Sharpley and Worcester, where the Dead Milkman played at that one, I think this is where where we were elves and yeah. Mike was Santa Claus. Yeah, that's right. and you met this person introduced to you by. Uh, Someone that you nicknamed Big Steve. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So do you know who I'm talking about here? I don't. Why don't you say hi, stranger? Yo, what's up? It's Jello, man. 
It's not Jello Man. Oh, it's Perry. Hi, hi oh, Perry. Of course, it's Perry. How are you, Perry? You came up from Philly. Perry, you came up from Philly. Oh my goodness! We talked to you last week on the show about the passing of of Gilbert Gottfried, and you were so eloquent with your words and your and your on uh, your thoughts about it. And it was very touching. And uh, how are you doing? Uh, pretty good, uh, all things considered. I mean, that yeah. part is still terrible, but yeah, I'm yeah. I'm, good. I'm happy to be here. Great to see all these great people who are here celebrating the end of an era. But also, yeah. Perry was going to bring Jelloman, and Jelloman had a conflict. He's very busy these days. Mm-hmm. But Jelloman um, got, he still hasn't shown proof of donation. We're going to work on that. But he, he is the proud owner, new owner of the R2D2 cooler. So Perry is now going to lug that back to Philadelphia. It's not leaving my trunk till we get proof of donation. Yeah, that's Thank right. You. Thank Come you, on, gentlemen. Come on, Paul. Now, then, Perry, when you heard me making jokes about T-shirts and stuff, and that I made two jokes about you tonight in T-shirts, <laughs> and then oh. now you're in the studio. That makes uh, you're not going to trash the place now, are you? To lash out at me for saying that you'd whip someone with a wet t-shirt if they didn't say, if they said Perry shawl, not shall. I haven't. I would again. He would. Yes. No, it's it's t-shirt style. I, I wore a special shirt for tonight, actually. Um, not that it's good for radio, but I, I have an original wacky packages t-shirt on. Oh my goodness. The shirts you find. What is, you've been collecting t-shirts for a long time. You got some nice shirts. What is the, what's the, What's the one that blows everybody out? The one like, what's the one you know that you can just show somebody and that it'll take their breath away? I I think now, I just recently got um, a Beastie Boys shirt from 1982, so it's like fr- bought. Prob- I'm pretty sure it was bought like at the Rat Cage in New York. So that's like Pollywog Stew era. Literally when that seven, the first seven, Beastie Boys seven inch came out, and that's mm-hmm. when the shirt came out. And mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine was in a, or still technically is in a New York hardcore band that would was playing around then. So it was mm-hmm. just normal for him to go in and buy the new seven inch by the band that he saw, you know, playing sure. at the high school or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I got that and a and a Bad Brains from 1983 from him. So you know, even more so, they just came from a very specific person who mm-hmm. could tell me when he got them as a kid it's it's sure there's provenance yeah important yeah. now what is the what is uh what's a shirt that that you the the one you're looking for like the white whale that you're hunting you're trying to hunt down and you still haven't found oh man that makes there- sense to even think about there there's there's a shirt that i uh the one that got away as they say I don't don't have a relationship like that, uh, except for a relationship with the T-shirt I saw on eBay uh, from the movie The In-Laws. And it was cheap, and I just – I don't spend a lot of money. That's the point of me finding all these old shirts. You're doing it without break. You're not – because you can – if somebody has money, they can can be an outstanding collector. If you just throw money at stuff and and make – poor investments and things you can build a collection that way but that's not that's kind of not fun right and i've been doing it since i was 10 like literally 10 years old so Mm -hmm. for me it's like well i know i can find this cheaper like a couple years ago i found an ian dury in the blockhead shirt for 50 cents which you don't even find t-shirts for 50 cents still at first you can find a blank shirt for 50 cents (laughs) 
Right. So when I find stuff like that, I'm like, I can still find stuff for cheap. Yeah. You know, it's still out there. Yeah. Yeah. So well, the in-laws shirt is the one, I guess. I'll find a it. A shirt for the in-laws. Yeah. yeah. Someday, though, you'll get it back. Someday. It's just cute. It's got Alan Arkin and Peter Fox faces on it. They, it just makes you happy. Someday you'll find your in-laws shirt. When you say it out loud over and over again, it sounds so cool. <laughs> That's the secret. <laughs> I, That's literally I am the secret. so cool, guys. Now, to- I also want to say this to the listeners. Anybody selling records? You got records you think Tom would like? You draw me a line. Anybody got any? I'm looking for. I'm looking to fill out a couple blanks here. If you consider yourself to be a a legit record dealer, reach out to your friend Tom, and we'll go direct. It's a few things I'm looking for. You know, to to Perry's right is, um, well, to call him a a record collector is is merely a fraction of the things that. Uh, I know him as, and you know him as. I know who this but, is. I know who this is. But uh, oh, and God. and this person actually. Oh God! Had quite a bit of of news today that we can also talk about. But I don't. I don't know if you know who this is, Tom. But I'll say this: uh, he may not be from New Jersey, but he's connected to you because he loves this show, which is from New Jersey, and you met him in Princeton, New Jersey, at the Princeton Record Exchange, one of the best record stores in the state. God. Oh, my God. Who is that? You don't know who it is, right? I'm drawing a blank. I thought I knew who it was. Now I don't. So let's just have him say hello. Hello, Tom. Do you recognize that voice? Let's say it again, please. Hello, Tom. I'm gonna I'm gonna have him do an impression of somebody that he brought to the best show, and that might. Tom, hey, how you doing? That's not a very good impression. I have of no that. idea who this is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go. Wait, who is this? This is Owen Klein. Oh my God! Hi, Tom. How are you? Good. Sorry, sorry to surprise like this. We met at the Princeton Record Exchange. Yeah, I know. I, I that was going to throw you for a loop. That's why that's hot. That stuck that in there. Yeah, we met there, right uh, between uh, the FMU show and this becoming a podcast. And you, oh, I, wow. I, I yeah, we started talking for a second, and I was asking you if uh, the show would start up again. And you were like, "Yeah, we're figuring it out." And then mm-hmm. came here, and now it's, it's going to L.A. So it's wow. Uh, oh my it's goodness! Full circle for me. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing? You're having an exciting. Uh, you're having an exciting time. Exciting, exciting day too. Exciting day. What's the exciting day? Because I look. I hear things. I hear things. You hear things. Where you I hear things. things. No, I just hear good things. Good. Good. Okay. Good. Well, what's the what's the exciting news? Tell me. Tell me. Well, the movie I made with our friends Josh and Benny and Ronnie is going. To uh, the director's Fortnite at, at Cannes. Oh my God! Well, I'm, congratulations! That is unbelievable. Thank you. Yeah. I'm and what's the name of the movie now? Funny Pages is the name of it. Like the old Funny Pages. Sure. The, you know, funny. My favorite. No, movie. I know. This is this is amazing. Well, congratulations! That's huge. Thank you. Are you um? When is that? 
May, middle of, uh, I'm not, they haven't given me the dates yet, but between so, May 18th, 17th, 18th and 20th. So right around the corner. Oh my right goodness. The, right you're getting ready. You're going to be, you're going to be panning it up. That's right. Oh, that's very exciting, Owen. Thank you. And uh, I, um, yeah. How's, uh, how's, how's your sister doing? She's good. She's doing good. You know, she's, um, yeah, she's doing good. She's actually, uh, with my family right now in England and I'm here oh, wow. in New Jersey. You're holding it down. Yeah. I had to stick around for this. No, the, um, yeah, because for people who don't know, your sister is uh, has a, a great band. I think people know. That's right. Yeah, you did the definitive yeah. uh, video for her. Yeah, I did. I don't know. We didn't have the money. Uh, we didn't have the budget of a funny papers, admittedly. Ages, ages. no, no. But we uh, we did the best we could. No, it's a really funny video. It's great. No, the band is Frankie Cosmos, and it's just amazing. Uh, it's a great so you made a movie. I did. It took a very long time, but it's done. And it's uh, done. Are you happy with it? I'm very happy with it. And I, I can, uh, I can say that, um, avalanche Bob is in the first, he pops up in the first 10 minutes. So that's a spoiler, but that's Big exciting. breaking news. Best show. You heard it first. Avalanche Bob is in, in the movie. That's amazing. I remember. I remember when he was doing talking about it. He talked about it every time he called. Ava, the late great Avalanche Bob talked about it every time when he called that he was going to do your movie, and it's so awesome that it's finally that day has finally arrived. It's finally right. His moment has arrived, but just with, without him. It's sad. No, that's so cool. Um, what else is? Uh, let's, let's talk about diners. What's your relationship to diners? My relationship to diners. Well, I don't know. I was trying to think about this topic, and I couldn't. I couldn't think of anything too good. I mean, I, I'm I'm somebody that looks at a long diner menu, and then when they come over, and I haven't come up with something, I just say that I'll get a grilled cheese because it's never. No diner has ever screwed up a grilled cheese. Yeah, no. That's that's the safe. That's a safe, solid order. Is a grilled cheese. Yeah. What about a uh, a tuna melt? Where would you land on that? I I don't I don't I, I, I don't know if I get that from a diner. I, I that's something I'd probably make at home. Do you, you do you have you found that? Oh, that's 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 a big diner. Diner, okay. Tuna melts. I I love tuna melts at diners. Yeah. Um, I haven't had one in a long time, but oh my no, goodness! Nobody it's, said fries with cheese and gravy. Disco fries. Disco fries. My go-to right. forever. Yeah. Our version of poutine. Sometimes they look at you though, and they don't make it. That's really, American poutine with poutine? I don't no, know no, with any diner. No, no. I mean, our version I mean, well, of it would be disco fries. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, we just put some gravy on it, and uh, yeah. No, I uh, tuna melts a biggie for me. I, again, I haven't had one in a long time. Might be time. Might be time for me to break the seal on that, on the old tuna melt embargo. That's going on right now. You're out in, in, in California is, is it seems like we were discussing, you know, pizza is the, um, you know, that's the sort of, what's the best pizza place. It's the conversation here, but it's hamburgers in, in, in California. So hamburger Hamlet, what is it? 
in your well, I don't know. it doesn't do, hamburger stuff don't do me a whole lot of good because I, I i don't eat meat so oh, okay. i don't eat so it just kind of leaves me a little uh out of the discussion and i um i don't know i uh, i it just doesn't it's kind of like it's kind of like getting an na on a report card hamburger the hamburger discussion out here now the whole thing with pizza out here is there's places that are there's places that are good there's um there's there there are um but on the whole it's it's not it's not what you got what you can rely on out here it's it's a little um it's just it's just not going to be what you're not just not going to get the way Jason from uh, Alabama was talking about um, cornbread. Corn you just don't do it here, kind of. If you're looking for any sort of uh, reliable aspect of it, there, you're not going to find that. It's uh, it's a it's a it's so you find other things. You go get a go get a, a taco. Fresh produce also very good. You get some fresh produce. You can get some. Uh, what else can you get here? You can get some, uh, 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 they got, uh, um, uh, um, soda. <laughs> they got a lot of soda out here. They got but also, where do you go to get soda? Wow. I never oh, thought of the Seven Eleven. The soda thing has kind of got me convinced. Perry's packing they got, bags. They got soda out here. Are we talking about soda? Wait, they wait, got all the even? all the good like Mexican cokes and and media. They got fruits. that. We they got that. they got Mountain Dew, Dr Pepper, Diet Dr Pepper, Topo Coke, Chico, Topo Chico. Um, now they got it all out here when it comes to beverages. There's a place. There's a chain out here called Seven Eleven, which is really worth checking out kind of if you ever make your way out here. You spell it, Tom. Perry's taking notes. It's a actually two numbers. Perry, it would be. It sounds like you should, ask, wow, wow. you should ask. Can you count it? Um. Yeah. No. Uh, look. Food. Food out here. You get a. You get a. Uh, like a. Uh, they get nice Brussels sprouts. Grilled Brussels sprouts. There is. You I'm get that. Very, I'm very hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Secret Pizza holds it down for good pizza out in L.A. But this is what I'll say. If a place has to be called Secret Pizza's your only go-to thing, it's literally screaming at you that this is this is uh, a, a, a city that doesn't deliver on it. <laughs> I Secret say, well, Pizza. It's like those punk shows where they're like, send us an email to get the address. to <laughs> Yeah, to come to the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got secret. A, I cracked a, a a Kirkland light while I was here just to get in the spirit of things. Yeah, yeah. how that how that treat you? Ask him tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> truth. Yeah, it, well, I mean immediately not. I could I could I got a couple sips in. Owen is one yeah. of the people who had. There has been two Kirkland lights drank tonight, Mike. Two. I almost brought a chorus just to sort of crack. He's going to count the in this space. Mike, you didn't want to take the Kirkland light as we no. shut the studio down? How long has it been in there? I mean, over since, a year. Um, oh, that is, old. Years. Oh, that is three year. years old. <laughs> yeah, at least. I, I, I think lost four. track of time. So, yeah. Tom, but when did you buy it? It, it, turned, it turned in the can. It's good. It's a little It's a little terrarium. <laughs> you might have a little friend in there who'll get inside your guts. 
you have that thing. Someone a, do a, a, a Twitter advanced search from the best at best show for life for when the first time yeah. Kirk from Light was mentioned. Was mentioned. That's how old. And that's that's how old it is. The first time it was mentioned, I never bought it twice. They stopped making it in 2018. I, I couldn't finish a can. I mean, it was that bad. Have you ever had Bud Light, Mike? What do you think of? Bud Light? Yeah, I'm not a fan of Bud Light either. Yeah. No, what's the one? Uh, no, sorry. Key, what's that? Uh, Keystone. Keystone. Yeah, that's a that's not a good well, one. Keystone is that's, that's if you're funny. drinking Keystone, uh, your life is probably not going as you would hope. Yeah, you're probably you're probably um, you're probably in the parking lot of a Mets game. <laughs> <laughs> if you're drinking, if you're on. drinking Keystone. You're, no, you're probably in the car lot of a yeah. uh, a liquor store. Uh huh. There's a, there's a place that alcoholics would yeah. gather in, in Bayonne. Uh-huh. It was like a, a tree. So you, you had a little yeah. shade, and mm-hmm. it was right opposite the uh, liquor store. And That's Keystone it. was the brand of choice. <laughs> Titus Andronicus name dropped Keystone at least once. If you like, they I know that's been a reference point for them. <laughs> Um, there's only one brand of Keystone too. I don't think that that's something. That, guys, no Keystone Light. I found the year. I want. I want yeah. everyone on mic to guess the year. 2017. Tom says 2017. Owen, based on what I had, 2016. I'll say. Owen says tw- 2016. Perry. I was going to say 16. Um, Jason or Mike. 19. I'm going to go with 2017 as well. It's 19. Okay, Jason says 19. Mike 17. Tom 17. Owen sixteen, Perry sixteen. I'm gonna change it to, I'm gonna change it to nineteen, just because I was here in November nineteen. So I, I could imagine it being. I don't know why. I'm just gonna actually. Okay. Go. All right. The year that Tom bought the Kirkland Light, the first tweet from the Best Show account that went out. Yeah. And the tweet was, "What's not to like about the Kirkland brand?" In quotes, AP Mike. This tweet was from July seventh. Owen, you should have kept your guess. 2015, folks. Oh, my God. Oh, that's disgusting. Uh, You just drank some seven-year-old beer, my friend. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Decrepit beer? I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I thought thought people were going to take it home and keep it in a can. Owen, Owen, what we're going to do is we're going to work up a really nice in-memoriam card for can. (laughs) It'll be everyone will... It'll be you'll you're going to be the splash of the thing because you're the director who croaked before their move, first movie came out. It's going to be a you're going to be legendary. You're going to be like the uh, John Kennedy O'Toole of Anne. We're also going to need you to re- sign a release before you leave. Yeah, well, I, think, I have it printed out here. Okay. There's going to be a fair amount of releasing going on uh, in all sorts of ways. So Confederacy you might want to get ready. Yeah, a confederacy of diarrhea. Um, bathroom one more time before we get. Yeah. Now, now look, it, it's going to be fine. Just don't drink any more of it, please. I, I put, I dropped it all down the sink. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, please don't do that to the sink. The sink. <laughs> what did the sink more. ever do to you? <laughs> <laughs> what did those pipes ever do to you? There is that right now. Yeah, the sink's going to not wrong. The sink right now is groaning. Oh, I don't feel so good. But you should have seen me and Perry when we we came into this place and uh there was a big box of uh all sorts of best show delight mm-hmm. to, uh, to pick through. 
the, yeah. two, like, the two guys who collect everything. Just yeah. everything. I, 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 I gave them bags. I said, here's some bags. Uh, go for it. Yeah, mine's a trash bag. I'll go for it. Load up. Load up, guys. Manja. 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 Hey, one of us. Yeah. Hey, no, don't take too many. Don't be. <laughs> no, 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 That's no, my no. packing peanuts, man. Yeah. But... So, uh, Go ahead. Do we have calls, Pat? Do we have calls? We have three calls. One, one, one person gave up, rightfully so. But okay, because uh, the show's going a little long. But I don't care. We'll take these three calls, and then we'll. Right. I'm going to talk a little bit about New Jersey, and we'll we'll. Uh, and we have two more surprise guests for the very end. Two more. Oh my before, god, Pat! Before the end. Yeah. Well, Pat, you went yeah. above and beyond once again. But no, this was this was this was special, and we'll also we'll yeah. we'll at the very end we'll we'll hear a song from Jason, but we'll also finally reveal to the mm. masses where the good pizza was from in Jersey City. How about that? All right, how about that? On the way out, on the way out. I don't know why we couldn't have revealed it earlier and gotten free pizzas <laughs> from them. Uh, we tried. We did try. We would always say it, that we were calling from the best show sometimes, and they'd be like, "Yeah, what." Now, I also want to say, on the way out like this of New Jersey, that freaking arcade never gave me a. <laughs> I put him in a book. Silver I put him in a book now. I literally put him in my book. Never heard a peep. <laughs> literally, how much how much hype do I have to do for that stupid arcade, where they could throw me anything? Throw me a free Snickers bar for God's sake. That's all I want. Free Snickers bar. Is that so hard? All right. So let's take a call, please. All right. Here we go. Hello, Bashow. Hey, how's it going? Good. To whom am I speaking? My name's Justin. Justin. Where are you calling from, Justin? Uh, Brooklyn, New York. Okay. I grew up in Jersey, though. Where'd you grow up, Jersey? Where in Jersey you grow up? Tom's River, around the shore. Ah, nice. That's uh, Jason from Huntsville Territory, Tom's River. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to Huntsville, too. Actually, I think I've been to Huntsville with Pat. Pat, is that true? Yeah. Sorry, I was talking to Perry. Say that again. This caller says he went to Alabama with you. Actually, yeah, we went to Huntsville um, and played with a band called the Pine Hill Haints. Okay. Now, uh, what's your name again, Chief? Uh, Justin. Justin? That's right. Yeah, but before every song, he just said it, but they would, they would say, instead of one, two, three, four, the singer said, two, three, Hanks. <laughs> every time, every song. It was like his version of Dee Dee Ramon or something. Yeah, it made us laugh a lot. And Justin, what's your opinion of all the diner stuff we've been talking about? Where do you stand on that? I stand where you stand on it. I don't really think so much about the food, but I think about all the wins and loses and, you know, the victories. It was the place Mm -hmm. where you went to take care of life business. Mm -hmm. You know, you were talking about how that was where you where you like prep for the best shows and stuff. I mean, that's yeah. places where you went after you almost got arrested by the cops or that was places uh, you went after to go smoke cigarettes in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. One of the best things, one of the best things I ever literally ever saw in my life, literally not kidding is top 10 top 10 best things I ever saw. I was at a diner in, in uh, Greenbrook, New Jersey, the sunset diner. 
and uh, not a very good diner. It's fine. Used to go there with my family when I was a kid, and it was kind of, it was all right. Um, 24-hour. I was eating in there one night because I would just bring, like, my homework. I Like, when I was in college or whatever, I would just bring stuff in there and work or do my reading and stuff. I was in there at night, and but I was on there at night, and look, maybe this makes me sound like a bit of a loser. I had um, everybody else is coming in from party night, and I'm, like, sitting in a booth working. Then an argument happens in the back of the diner, and these two groups of dumb kids are arguing, and then they start, like, there's, like, a little bit of a ruckus, and then, no joke, I saw a guy come running in, took off his jacket and had a karate gi on underneath and was ready to start fighting. <laughs> and like he was the, waiting it, out the parking he lot. He was like, it was like he was showing it. It's like, this is like one in the morning. This guy's walking around in a karate gi under like yeah. a satin jacket. Unfortunately, not unfortunately and unfortunately cooler head prevailed and nothing happened but seeing a guy come in throw a take yank his jacket off and just be like to let everybody know i'm ready to throw down some karate moves if this is a real fight i i would have killed to have seen a guy trying to utilize karate moves in a diner fight would have been the greatest thing imaginable once you put that in a movie owen a yeah. diner fight with karate. I like it. And you can use old uh, Lou Reed drawings as storyboard. Yes. <laughs> well, that's Tai Chi, technically. Pat, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse but it still tracks. No, but he, um, yeah, that's the kind of stuff. And I, we didn't even get into the diner salad bar, did we? We never even mentioned the, the salad bar at a diner. When you order an entree, when you order the dinner and it comes with the salad bar and you go up and they just have like, you can build your own little salad up there and they have just a heaping thing of like potato salad and beets and garbanzo beans. I never experienced that. I, I, I just, I've always remember having, you know, I went to the diners a lot in the nineties and stuff and they has had that wall of plexiglass didn't even reach up to the ceiling and then one side you could smoke in, and the other side you couldn't. And after the, you know, we grew up, and then after we would go see Rocky Horror Picture Show, we're like 12, and all these, like, kids would show up and drag smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee at, like, you know, 3 in the morning. And I, that would be who was at the diner. You could go to a diner, and you'd see everybody wrapping up their night at the diner, whether it was, like, there's a lot of people in recovery that hang out in diners all night. There's people who finish their their theater thing that go hang out in the diner. There's people in a, bands you'd see doing their thing. Everybody was at the diner in the Nets, New Jersey. Had so many. The diner was the has the hub of everything. And it and if people say like, well, I have one of those in my thing. It's like it is a little different in New Jersey. They just are. They're just a little different. There was this t- diner in Tom's River called uh, the Tom's River Diner. We called it Turd. And it, the person working there was, it was a pretty fancy looking diner. You know, it was, um, 
but the person working there was a dead ringer for Ziggy Stardust uh, Bowie era. And I had mm-hmm. no idea this person was very androgynous, very tall, and they would always mm-hmm. come serve us food. And it was like this magical moment. And the food there was so gross, but that person was there all the time, mm-hmm. no matter what time I went in there. In the morning, at night, they were always there. It's like things like that. You just don't get yeah. that anywhere else. I mean, I, I love was in Philly, and it wasn't the same as Jersey Diner. Sorry, Perry, but it is true. Not, you know? Yeah, I, I'm sure I've eaten at a Philly or Jersey Diner with you at some point. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. I, I just really re- could resonate with those 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 nights. But, but I do want to give a shout-out to one food place. I know it's it's a deli. That closed down. It was called Wolfie's. Did you ever like, you know, go to Wolfie's in, on the Jersey Shore? First, I'm hearing about it. I think. Yeah. Oh my god. Pet store. Jewish. What? It's a pet store. No, 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 no. It was a diner. It was originally where that. It was originally where that shop right was that that guy was talking about. They would go to if you couldn't make it to the Acme, but. Um, they had the best pastrami sandwiches and the best, like, liver. It was you're doing, you're doing a different show now, buddy. Buddy, you're doing a different show. <laughs> you're doing a different show. I, I, I got to say, I got to say, I'm not happy with you. I cut, I cut a wide berth that everybody could talk about. You still had to go outside a very big circle to start talking about pastrami. You had them, Justin. Wolfies. You had them, Justin. Justin, you had me. You had me, and you had to start talking about freaking wolfies. It was. It's not there anymore. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The guy mentioned Shoprite. It was bringing all these memories back. Do you know who else? Do you know who else isn't there anymore? You get off my phone. That's right. <laughs> final gomp of New Jersey. That's the final Jersey gomp. I love it. I love it. There you go. Get off my phone. I love it. Uh, man, yeah, I got a Wolfie's, man. Wolfie's, it was a deli. Okay, we're talking about diners. Before we switch out our guests here, um, I'm, I'm going to throw to a call. What is, some of the calls okay. have been on the longest, I guess. Okay, yeah, let's do it. And you guys can, if there's seats and you want to sit, by all yeah, means. Yeah, by all know. means. Okay. There's, there's, extras, there's two extra seats, and yeah. Um, so this is the uh, call that's been on the holdest, uh, longest, excuse me, and mm-hmm. then we'll go to the, the, the last. Thank you, thank you. Here all we right. go. Hello, Basho. Hi, Tom. Hi, Justin. Thank you. Thank you. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Simon. Simon, are you from Toronto? I'm from Ontario, yeah. This is the troublemaker. This is the, this is Pizza Man. The kid, this is a kid who always argues about me. He says, like, about how Toronto pizza rules, and he just he thinks I have some sort of ul- ulterior motive for dragging Toronto pizza. Funny enough, but I was in today, actually. Where were you? I was in Toronto. Okay. I didn't What'd get you do? I was too busy trying to uh, not hit bikers. Mm-hmm. Driving in Toronto, like Russian roulette. I love it. Hitting a bike messenger. Now, give me what? Give me some good stuff here, Simon. You're one of the final callers, if not the final caller. What do you got? Give me something good. For All the right. love of God, give me something good, please. Diner related? Yeah, yeah, give me something on topic. Come on, Simon. Well, most of it's been covered, but this hasn't been brought up yet. Diner pie. 
Slice of pie. There you go. This is what I wanted to hear. This is this is your value, Simon, coming through loud and clear. Diner pie. What's your favorite kind of diner pie? I'd probably go with uh, blueberry and a scoop of ice cream. That's solid. I like peach myself. Peach would be if they've got peach. I'll do that. And then the other one I had, this has kind of been touched on, but there's something different about diner coffee in like a thick ceramic mug that kind of holds the heat. Yeah. It's, 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 it's bad coffee, but it's good coffee. Mm-hmm. It's the old fashioned mud into coffee. And he said that the best cup of coffee he ever had was in a diner and he interrogated the manager about it. And it was just Maxwell's house. Uh, Wait, in who, who is this? Who said this? Who is this? Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Tom Petty Petty interrogated the manager of a diner to find out what the coffee was. I got him to show him. And then Tom Petty went out the next day and he bought an industrial like bun brewer to make his own coffee at home. Wait, did Tom Petty not know anything? No, but it was that specific coffee. He thought it was the best coffee he ever had. It's in his biography. Well, that book sounds like a thrill a minute. And then there's a chapter where I'm talking about the coffee. (laughs) No, I will read that book. I wanted to read Tom Petty's biography, and I've heard great things about the coffee chapter. And then I heard uh, there's also a chapter where he talks about uh, where he talks about crawlers. He had to cut out all of the chapters on the damn the torpedo sessions because he wanted to talk about the coffee. Then again, who am I to talk? I've made, I've, I've covered, I've spent more time uh, talking about uh, how lousy Toronto pizza is. Uh, I've spent hours at this point. Who am I to judge Tom Petty? Yeah. If this gets brought up again, I'm going to start calling under a different name. Well, you can't though. You can't, Simon. Why? Do I have a distinctive voice? No, you just are a part of the fabric of the show. Don't let me down like that. I was going to start calling in as Gary from, uh, where would I call in from? Mucho Mango, Arizona. I don't know. Sure. Well, let me know how that works for you, Gary from Nutra Mango, Arizona. Look, I salute you. Great call with the pie. That's a great detail. Diner pie is pretty awesome. And uh, I tip my hat to you. Thank you, Tom. Now have a great night. Go in peace. Inshallah. Pat, any more calls? Yeah, we got two, but um, I'm going to introduce you to some some surprises here. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear the surprises. All right. That's so the last two folk I have here mm-hmm. came all the way to Jury City Best Show Studio that took rapid tests. Thank you for abiding to my COVID stuff uh okay. they they've known you for a long time they're huge fans of this show uh-huh, and uh-huh. i'm gonna just i'm just gonna say i maybe the fmu record fair is where you met them Ooh. at least uh, oh hold on a second yeah. don't talk yet okay now I guess who you are you want tom wants it to legit guess so this is this is a couple they're married uh-huh but you know them both through FMU. I think you met 
the the husband of the of the duo first, uh-huh. probably in the '90s FMU Record Fair, and then later at WFMU itself when he followed you for many years after the Best Show, and they are both New Jersey. Oh, I know who this New is. Jerseyans. I know this is this is uh tell me who is one of them is one that is it does does one of their names start with an s yes does the other one start with an e yes and there's a throw them out of there right now you throw them out (laughs) get them out of there because neither of them have ever been to this to this no um, you get them out of there you get there was a reason why you get them both out of there right now you know, I'm kidding. Of course, I'm kidding. Now, this is exciting. It's Evan Funk Davies and Sherry. How are you? You know what, Tom? I'm here not as an FP. I'm sorry, New Jersey <laughs> FP, but adopted New Jersey to represent the 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 heads, the real heads. In the- no, I've, I've eaten at diners with both of them. I've eaten at diners. Right. That's right. With Evan and with, with Sherry. The Rio Diner, we've eaten that. The Rio. Tom, I have some shocking news Ooh. for you about the Rio Diner. Please tell me uh, Teddy Farakis is okay. <laughs> Teddy, as far as I know, he's fine. Nothing about Rio- George Lukakis, though. The, <laughs> the Rio Diner is no longer open 24 hours a day. And this is a COVID cat. Many diners in New Jersey that used to be 24, including Jersey City's own The White Mana, famous more hmm. of a burger joint than a diner, but... It's famously no longer uh, 24 hours. There's a lot. It's, it's happened throughout the pandemic. Yeah. I'm going to say in the state of New Jersey, they're going to be opening those diners back up 24 hours. Any place that sells food in about two weeks, any place that sells food is going to be open 28 hours a day because <laughs> pretty soon everybody in New Jersey is going to have that sticky icky going to be uh, high right. and they're going to need food at four in the morning. Maybe that'll turn the diner fortunes around. It will. It will. How are you, Evan? How are I'm you great. Doing? How are you, Tom? It's so nice to oh, talk God. with you. It's nice to talk with you again, it's too. so nice to talk to you, Tom, because so nice you know, I used from... to run it into you at rock shows, and I used to yeah. be able to tell you um, how much I enjoyed the show that week and stuff, mm-hmm. and yes, I and... missed running into you, and the thing is, like, you're really funny, like, in person. What was that? So, oh, wait, I couldn't hear that last thing you said. What was that? <laughs> I said, you're, the thing about Tom is that he's also really, really funny in person. You hear that? You hear that, everybody? The people that say I'm a fraud and a half wit. You hear? You hear what people say? They're telling on themselves, those people. Thank you. Thank you, Evan. They might as well be screaming in the mirror. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's very, this is so yeah, exciting. I'm just um, running into you and stuff, and, uh, you know, New Jersey misses you. Miss- well, I miss New Jersey. I miss, uh, I miss. Whitey to go hall. Yeah. Jersey stops. Yeah, no, look. This is not easy. This is not easy. The no. best, I, I've been in New Jersey my whole life. I know. Best show it was in New Jersey. And now we're pulling up stakes. This is the home stretch with it. This is the final episode from New Jersey. You know, it's hard. <laughs> These I'm guys sad. Made, this makes made me it sad. into the home stretch. They we, yeah. we got them into the studio, sliding into home plate here, and I'm I'm glad to make it happen. I was originally trying to get all people who had never been here, but this was a, a last minute thing. Well, and I very thank sweet. Both of them for coming down. And Pat, let me just say this, though, Pat. Let me just say, yeah. watch out for these WFMU people. <laughs> 
They're sneaky. You can't trust them as far as you could throw them. <laughs> you just watch out. Count the microphones after I leave. Yeah, pal. count the microphones. Exactly. Count the microphones. I might have to get like a like a check on a the pat down. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, we have a metal detector set up. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised to see that when I walk in. Who's getting that yeah. Instagram story? Um, but um, Tom, really seriously, I've been listening to you um since the Clinton administration. Look at that. Every week, every week, you're like one my, of the original listeners. You're yeah. like my, uh, I don't go to like church or temple or anything like that. So you're like my comedy rabbi, you know, it's like once a week check in. Well, that's Cheerio. the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. Call me the comedy rabbi. That truly it's better than rabbi. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. That's the nicest thing I could hear. And I, I remember seeing Sherry as one of the earliest volunteers uh, in the in the phone room for the for the Tom Thons, uh, absolutely. The first time I met her, as well as Evan. Yeah, and, Sherry, uh, you could take it to the bank when Sherry was working in the phone room during a marathon. You knew that phone was locked down, and it wouldn't be sloppy handwriting, or you <laughs> knew you were good to go. I was very attracted to her through her handwriting. To be, you honest. knew you were good to go if Sherry was on the phone. Phone two, phone three. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Some of those people would come in there and they'd be sitting and they'd be, they'd be like, they'd be having a conversation. You think they were, I, I bought I bought cars faster than some of these people took uh, a $10 pledge. They're like, what? What's your name? And they'd be like, I don't know. Let me ask. Uh, they want to know if they can pay their pledge 50 cents a month to the thing. It's like, I don't know. Just to take the thing and hang up. <laughs> take the money and run. Yeah. And look, I can talk like this. Sort it out later. I can talk like this now. <laughs> Evan's so. show is still on tomorrow. Now, yes. earlier slot. That's Evan, right. The yes. Evan Funk Davies show is now moved to a new time slot. That's right. Yes. 9 a.m. If you're in California like Tom is. Yes, he's on. But that would be noon for, noon for, three. That's right. for East Coasters. That's the uh, well, less than twelve hours away. As a matter of fact, that's the slot. And who's on at? Who's on before and after you, Evan? Before me is uh, a gentleman who runs WFMU named Ken. Who you may remember. Okay. remember yeah, I remember there. Ken. I've met him before. Yes. And uh, Scott Williams follows me. Now, that's like a. I tell you, that's like a murderer's row. There, you look at that. He's in a staff it's, sandwich. Some would say it's a staff sandwich. Others would say it's his. A great, uh, a, a tandem as Tinker to Evers to Chance, some would say, <laughs> if they would. But that's baseball, and it's also a Game Theory Greatest Hits album. That's right. Um, that's the only way I know that is from <laughs> Game Theory. And then you have to find out what they got the name from. Game Theory, have to, they had to fix it. Some of those album titles are a little, like, like those are like Weird Al album titles almost. <laughs> some of those Game Theory titles. Super califragile, whatever. What's that one? Yeah, I I super, super yeah. califragile myself. Something, whatever. Rest in peace, Scott Miller, one of one of the all time greats. Um, no, yeah, this is amazing. This is so. I'm so happy that you're there and you get to see the studio. And please, oh, it was exciting. It was like going to the Johnny Carson studio or something like that, or going to like it was. It was very exciting. Well, that's great. I'm so. I'm truly touched. Tom, I know you're running late. I want to yes. help you move you the show a, along. I have two Irishman plus. I have one question. I have one piece Thank of information you. for Thank you and one sure. question for you. What's that? 
So first of all, I think you'll be amused to learn that in June, we're going to go see Kraftwerk in New Brunswick. They're, yes. They're playing, are they playing the melody? <laughs> Matt Pinfield is going to come out and DJ for it, in fact. Yeah. I see Matt. I see Matt. I run into Matt Pinfield out I know, here. I bet you do. He's a um, nice guy. And, and good, guy, other, good guy. No, he seems like a good guy. Matt, I'll see you at Fred 62. Hang tight. I'll be there. <laughs> I, see, I see Matt Pinfield. I see Keith Morris. Nice. All the time. My question for you is when you did used to go to the Rio Diner, what was your favorite item to order on the menu? Oh, that's a that's a great question. Uh I would often get I would I liked the Rio Diner salad bar, so I would try to get some sort of meal that would get us up get me up to that salad bar. Also a COVID casualty. Rio Diner salad bar. Yeah. Well I wouldn't go look at that that thing could be open. You couldn't pay me you couldn't pay me to go to that thing now. It'll come back. It's the the they actually took everything that was in the salad bar in March of 2020 and just put it in the refrigerator and they'll bring it out again. Yeah. Not Someday. Months. Yes. In fact, if you can bring that back. light down there, they'll serve it. They'll, really. they, they, yeah, they or definitely marinate will. the Salisbury steak with it. Yep. Right. Yeah. The so way, the, one of these two drank another Kirkland late. I, I won't, I won't say who, but it was, what it was not me, but the second one was, yeah. I will here. It's what I want to sing to whoever drank the Kirkland Light. <laughs> I will remember you. Will you? 2015. I don't know if you guys heard that. That's, I heard yeah. it. I found that tweet actually just before yeah. you read it. So, <laughs> so, so I would get some. I would either get like this the fillet of sole or the salmon, or I get a tuna melt or a veggie burger. So here's the thing about tuna melts to me. I've often ordered them at diners because I always think they're going to be so good. And then they arrive and it just turns out that I'm not a fan of warm tuna, even with well, the cheese on it. Well, so, when you talk about it like me. that, nobody would be a fan of that. <laughs> You're not supposed to talk about it. If you think about a tuna melt, you won't want to eat a tuna melt. That's how that works. Okay. Don't think about it. I'll try it's that disgusting. <laughs> it's kind of disgusting. It's amazing, but it's also a little gross. Don't think about it. Mm. Just let it show up and start eating, and you stop when you start to realize how gross it actually is. UCB right. rules when, when you okay. order tuna. <laughs> yes. Hey, Tom, do you have a favorite 8x10 that's hanging on the Rio Diner? Do you remember what they were? It was like Oh, uh, Richie Sambora was probably one of my favorites. <laughs> Which we got like wh- Heather Locklear. Yeah. How many Sopranos did this oh, diner yeah, have? Like, four, or five. Four, or yeah. five. four or five. Four or five. There's a more. Trump. If you're if you're in a Jersey diner and there's not at least two oh, Sopranos eight by tens up, you're, yeah. you're in the wrong place. Years ago, someone sent me, and I think it might be in that studio. Someone I think straight up stole a picture from the wall of the Rio Diner and mailed it to me. <laughs> there's a picture in the studio of like Curtis Sliwa. Wait, that's from there? I'm pretty sure that's from the that's from one of the Bob Grant live broadcasts oh gosh, at the Rio I, Diner. I think I packed it already. <laughs> wow, really some of that's that's stolen it. goods. And I he's in New Jersey. is heading your way. I never knew that because wow. really the di- like- the diner at the, the the wall at the Rio Diner had pictures of famous people that came in. You know, people like Donald Trump <laughs> and um and Bob Grant, the the uh, hate monger radio uh, broadcaster would would eat there all the time and would talk about it all the time and i always wanted to run did into him but i never saw him. why was well, he there so often? did he live he around? lived near he lived near it yeah 
I have a prediction about you, Tom, and I think that your picture is going to be hanging at the Newark airport, like in like 20... Like wanted? 90. Like, no, not wanted, not wanted. Like, do not let this person board a plane. (laughs) I think Sherry means how they have the... the, the, Connie Chung. No, because they'll be like... now they have the, the NJ Hall of Fame people up, you're saying. Right. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm all for that. I'll go for it. So you think I'm going to be like the little Stephen hologram. <laughs> That's exactly right. Because all these boomers are dying out, and now everybody who's, like, making those decisions mm-hmm. is um, has, like, better taste now. Mm-hmm. Like, I've noticed um, things are – so, like, I could picture it. I could see, you know, they're going to be like, this was the – he was the velvet underground of the intersection between comedy and indie rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm ready. Bring it on. Let's get you in a, you're going to do the post. Well, Sherry, you oh, start the, you start the sign up sheet. I will. I'll who would, it. who would intro Tom to the New Jersey hall of fame, uh, as his, uh, speech, you know, introduction guy, Harry W. Talent, Gary W. Talent. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing things, no words. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, it's almost. Or I gotta. I want to wrap up. I look, it's so nice to hear from you both, though, Evan. It was a treat to be down here. Amazing. You, the I'm proposing pitching the the best show after show. Like, what somebody's got to do like a talking best show. Or something. Well, Sherry, yeah. I'm gonna tell from your lips to God's ears. You get ready. Okay. We got so much stuff planned that I'm gonna tell everybody about in the next couple of weeks. Because we're closing one chapter. We're closing one chapter. We're opening a new chapter. And I'm going to say. A whole new book. We got a whole new book. And Jason, without naming anything specific. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, how sweet's the new setup going to be? Twenty. A twenty. That's right. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. going to be even like Dudio. Well, um, Tom, one other quick, quick thing. Yes. I love, 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 you know this, your book and your audio book. And I oh, did them like you. it's a combo, which I recommend to everybody oh. if you haven't. The real heads know to do Sherry, that. if they could all be like you, yeah. I would be. And can I just give a quick shout out to like my other, like um, Jessica and Bob Sellers, like also like the real, like. Of course, and, Bob, and yes, please. Bob Jessica's amazing. Jessica. Bob's amazing. Every it's a that's one of the best things about the show, and it's just like it's just been the community around it. We're gonna we're gonna move into a new a new chapter, everybody. But well, we're not going anywhere. I just got to give a quick shout out also to Jeff Owens. Jeff T. Owens yeah. did an amazing tribute oh, to yeah. our Jersey studio. <laughs> and made me cry. Amazing. Um, yeah. This studio. I don't know if we want to. Uh, you know, I don't want this to become like the Discord house where people take pictures of it, yeah. but um, we would not have to give the exact address, but it's been in the neighborhood of the Marion section, which has been blocks from this local landmark, the Wilson Carpet Man yeah. on Route 440 and 1 and 9 South. And uh, this is uh, it's, it's a, a, it's a it. giant Paul Bunyan yeah. type figure holding Sopranos intro featured in that as well. Yeah. Yes, uh, and a tribute to the best show as well as the the Simpsons episode that that you did. With the, yes, absolutely with the Volkswagen. It's beautiful, no, amazing. Want to tear up? Thank you, Jeff, for that. Um, Tom, you still have two calls we could do right. real quick. Let's and- take the calls real quick, and then we'll we'll wrap it out. All right, here's uh, line four. Best show. Hi, Tom. Yes, hi. To whom am I speaking? Oh, this is Andy in New Hampshire. How are you? 
I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I should say, how are you, you rap bastard? Thank you. That's that's what I needed to hear. I appreciate that. Now, what, to what do I have the pleasure of this call? Do you have some diner talk? We don't have a lot of time. We're over an hour. Yeah. We're an hour past when we end the show. But I want to talk to you. I know you're running. You're running over time, and I'm sure you want to get get uh, off the uh, get off the air. But uh, yeah, I, when I saw that it was the diner theme, I thought, well, I I got to call in, and 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 maybe somebody's already mentioned this. But uh, I'm going to uh, offer it up regardless. Uh, a bagel, like a grilled bagel at a diner is my favorite thing. You know, my favorite thing at the diner is, and I, this was a part of our snacks list. And I was run, I was run out of town for saying this. Because AP Mike had like baked beans down on the list as his favorite. So whatever he had on the list, I can't even remember. Buttered roll. Butter, no, not butter roll. Yeah. My coleslaw. favorite. Coleslaw. That's what he had. You go to a diner <laughs> and you get a corn muffin and they put it on the grill. The bag, oh yeah, right? that's that's good. I don't know about a bagel, but a corn mu- corn muffin or oh, I'm going to see. I'm telling you, a bagel. Okay, I'll try it next time. I'll try it, but I'm telling you, for as for my money, they throw a corn muffin on that grill and then they slap that giant. They have that giant tub of butter and they slap a slab of that on there. That's good stuff, man. It's so good, Tom. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. Anything else? I know I don't want to be rude to you, but I, I just I do need to. Well, that's all right. I, I know you got to go. And, uh, no. I, uh, yeah. But I that's, a great, that's a great, that's a great, the bagel. I'm going to try the bagel. Now, what kind of plain bagel? What am I? Th- yeah, plain bagel. All right. Bagel. All right. Thanks, buddy. I love you, Tom. You're the best. Oh, thank you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. All right, final call. Final call from New Jersey. Who will it be? This is the end of an era. Here we go. Best show, hi. Hi. Hi, welcome to the show. To whom am I speaking? Hi, this is Matt in Los Angeles. Matt, what's going on? Do I know you, Matt? Mm, No, no. I've called a couple times before, but I don't think you would remember. Okay. What do you got for me tonight, Matt? I got a menu item. What is it? What's your favorite menu item at a diner? What What do you order? I, I, I Apologies if someone said it already. I haven't been able to listen in. But uh, I love a good comforting meatloaf with a side of fries late at night. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, mom used to make or whatever, and you sure down in the booth and you now. No, I didn't hear about any report that there was a, a jailbreak in Los Angeles because clearly you are uh, uh, some sort of bad guy for <laughs> suggesting meatloaf at the diner. <laughs> clearly. There must have been a breakout of Arkham Asylum or something, and you're on the loose, and the first thing you did was call the best show because that sounds unhinged to me. But then again, I'm the person getting salmon, so who am I to judge? What do you want to tell me? What, is it always good? Do they, do they get it right? Yeah, I, yeah, it's not. It obviously varies from location to location. I guess I'm thinking about where I used to live in New York, um, 
and the the you know really the best thing about the diner is if you can find a twenty four hour one you know you it's just like it's civilization you know when you need some sort of light to walk towards you know and mm-hmm. you get that booth and you can get a little herbal tea or whatever and just uh, read your book on herbal tea and meatloaf all right. <laughs> I thought I had the final gomp of the, the era. Get off my phone. That's the most troubling thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I was getting a meatloaf and herbal tea. <laughs> that's the weirdest oh, thing I ever heard. That's what's so in that's that how the, light. That's how the era of New Jersey ends with some guy saying he goes to a diner and gets meatloaf and herbal tea. I was waiting for him to say that you got james yeah. All right. Now let's go. What, Jason, you have something to say? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I prepared a song, Tom. Okay, I'm ready this to close this okay. out. I got my guitar Thank here. You. And, Thank uh, you. Another turning point for the best show. It's time to take it west, close the Jersey studio So make the best of this move and don't ask why And just know we'll be doing Rubenesque in July It was probably predictable, but in the end it's right I hope you had the Jersey best show of your life Expired Costco snacks and a case of Kirkland Light We'll order the good pizza and wings from Mike and Pat tonight One last can of four locos in the fridge Let's leave it there to surprise the next resident It was probably predictable, but in the end it's right I hope you have the L.A. best show of your life Yes, it's probably predictable But in the end it's right I hope we have the L.A. best show of our life Mike That was so great. That was so, Jason. Yeah. That was amazing. Thank you so much. It was Pat's idea, and I, 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 I obviously pre-recorded it earlier today. But uh, well, yeah. I loved it. That was amazing, and thank you. That was such yeah, a beautiful man. send, though. No, that that was live. That was live. Yeah, I have a pedal that does all that. Well, let me just say we're going to wrap it up now. Um, we just have about eight more guests that just eight more. <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, I have no. <laughs> Former janitor of of the Park West Diner. No, Pat, I want to thank you for making tonight. Pat, Jason, Mike, thank you so much. Pat, you really have gone above and beyond tonight putting this together and getting all these people down to the studio. Yeah, you really did. I appreciate all of them making the trip down. It's so special to hear from everybody. And thank you, Tom. 
Yeah. Mike Mike came up Saturday or Sunday yeah. was we we hung out. Um I wanted him to be here. We understand that he can't. Uh, but he was a big part of this, as was Jason. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, without uh, a doubt. Look, Mike. It, and this, this was some of the best years with you guys here. Yeah. I really had, you know, packing up the studio has been emotional and hard, but having uh, everybody here tonight and uh, doing it this way was easier to just kind of close this chapter, I think. So thanks. Amazing. No, I'm glad you I'm glad you did it. And I appreciate it. And yeah, just we're ending a chapter of the show and it's a real chat. It's a huge one. It's a huge look. I lived in New Jersey all my life, except for the last couple of years. And now the show is going to be here and that's the, that's where the show's going, but the show will always, the people are not going anywhere. We're going to do everything we can. And the best I can do is to say, I'm going to keep upholding everything that's special about, the show is going to keep going with this next version of things. And it's a, because of you and because of everybody, the bar is very high because of you and I will keep it going. And uh, I appreciate all the kindness and yeah. So let's, let's do it to it. And the next couple of weeks, there's going to be some pre-recorded stuff. Cause I'm going to actually go, uh, on vacation and get my head straight and kind of recharge for myself personally, come back strong, got big announcements about all the stuff with where the show's going and how it's going to look and sound. And that's coming. So hang tight, send your, uh, right. If you, we got stickers, brand new best show sticker is going to be part of all this going out to everybody at the Patreon doing five bucks or more. So make sure your address is, is correct and up to date for that over at the Patreon, patreon.com slash the best show. So let's say goodbye with a song that, Oh my gosh. What? The pizza place. Yeah, do you want me to throw these Sabaro boxes out or not? <laughs> the Sabaro, pizza place right? we always Sabaro. ordered from was <laughs> Gino's in the Heights, and the name of the pie was the Brooklyn Pie. That's yep. it. Gino's. Gino's, the best. Gino's in the Heights. Yep. There you go. That was the pizza place. Well, Gino's, thank you for for being there for us every Tuesday. Let's go out. This person act embodies the spirit of New Jersey as much as anybody has ever. And uh, I feel like this is the way to go out. So everybody, thanks for listening. New show next week, new studio next month. Thanks for listening. When I was a young boy, my father... Not ending with that, with my chemical romance. I'm just going to say goodnight to everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.